0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Gas man. How the hell did they know that I got gas? A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man.
2: Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. <laughs>
3: On me for making this song. Got gas on your mind. Some people have said that you're retarded. Not me.
2: try to let you go I just can't be
1: tied down, baby, good things are coming around my way. It's Faiuka with Dirty Girl here uh, as you go global with gas, man, on the boysamerica.com Variety Channel. Saturday, it's 1 o'clock Pacific Time, and I think next week week's going to change. Doesn't our time change next weekend, I believe, after Halloween? Does anybody know in the room? Isn't it tonight? No, it's next week. You're going to screw people up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's don't not good, man. not Yeah, right. So I don't really care. <laughs> Uh, well, by the way, got a few voices in the house today. I'm excited to have this. This is a really cool show. We are uh, what do we got? Two of the four. We have three of the four twenties that are playing tonight at the Purple Haze Smoke Shop in Tempe, Arizona. It is a comedy show for medical marijuana card holders. And Bobby Wayne Houghton. St- right, Stotts, Stots. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, yeah, close. the owl in there. Uh, well, I, was, I, I was. Yeah, we were just talking about mech- like country music. So I was like going through like you <laughs> have like, yeah, a really good country music name, by the way. Um, sorry about that. Man. Oh, it's all right. There's reasons why I, I screwed that up. Uh, Bob Cabana is with us once again. What's up, Bob? How's
4: everybody
0: doing?
1: Good, uh, Bob. You're on mic five. Uh, five. So uh, Carl, you got the mic? I'm totally on yep.
0: the wrong mic. We're okay. good to go back here.
1: No, I, I can't hear you. I don't know if he is on the right mic. Try mic four.
4: Try mic four. Can anybody hear me? No there you No, go. no that's not me. it.
1: No, oh. turn mic four off. Okay. I don't know. His mic is really low, so I don't know. If Here, it's, try him now. Okay. All right. No, why don't you switch over to this mic, Bob? Right, okay. Yeah, right, I've got move. mic
0: five turned up quite a bit.
1: All right, I'll, I'll fix that. Carl, the intern's back there. What's up, Carl? <laughs> Not
0: much, man. Full house. Full house. I
1: always love starting the show off with, with a disaster because, you know, it's just the way it is. All right, so there is your microphone. All right, so I got
0: mic four on now.
1: Okay, he's picking it up right now. And uh, Tony's with us. Tony's hello, with us. Hello. Right, hello. There you are, Bob. <laughs> there you go. Bob Kubota returns, and <laughs> you got to turn mic five off though.
0: Mic five. Okay. is Okay. All,
4: All right. right. This test. is oh, this is way different on, with this kind of mic. Yes,
0: yeah,
5: much better. Ba- it's echoey now. Very intimidating.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what's what's great. Yeah,
5: you went right from here. tiny white woman to giant lumberjack there, Bob. Yeah, exactly. I wow. think
1: mic four might be on too hot.
5: <laughs> that is hot. We oh,
1: are. Um, we're gonna be doing this for two hours. We're gonna figure out which mics work, <laughs> which mics don't. I guess exactly. Um, two hour right. sound check. Yeah, that's much better now. All right. So uh, Tony, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up? You are a comedian. You're from Chicago, yes. But you were just in, Ed in uh, Vegas this weekend, and you came back today. You're going back tomorrow. I was here yesterday.
6: Uh, I got to do some shows with Bob at uh, Stand Up Scottsdale. All right. And uh, I'm gonna try and sneak on their lineup tonight as a guest. Oh, you are? Yeah, hopefully.
1: Well, that's up to me, really. So, I was it up you got, to you. I
6: got the next two hours. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's well, you know, it's, it's a show that I wanted to do for quite some time, and it's called the Four Twenties, and it's four comedians, twenty minutes each, and you know, we're going to be at a medicinal marijuana facility, in a sense, where people are going to be medicating up while this show goes on. It's a lounge where people can bring their card and bring their medicine and just chill out and hang out, play video games, listen to music, play some game card games, whatever you want to do, just to hang out. To smoke, basically. Nice. But it's only reserved for medical marijuana card holders, although you can bring a guest.
5: Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, like, that's a, cool.
1: like a designated driver.
5: Nice, that'd be fun. I did a... <laughs> that'd be I, the, would I,
1: that be the worst, though? That'd be like going to a whorehouse with no money.
5: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to drive me home because my legs are going to be shaky and I can't be clutching it on the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. So, yeah, so that's where... We, have you done rooms like this before, Bobby?
5: Totally. I did a uh, vape lounge in Colorado Springs oh, uh, nice. last year, and uh, I thought I was bombing everybody just stoned out of their gourd. Right, right. So, yeah, I just, I I apologize. Like, sorry, this didn't go well. Everybody's like, we had fun. Oh, shit, my bad. Uh, That's right. (laughs) I'll just say goodbye. It's
1: weird that they do, it's like you have to remind them to use their outside voice. Yeah. When laughing, you know? (laughs) Because they just like... Because a lot of times it takes that time to register, you know, it circumferences of the brain a little bit before it sinks in. So you get like a delayed laughs, probably. I mean, you get well, that's that. That's true.
4: That's the last thing you want is self consciousness when when deciding to laugh or not. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's probably a weird uh, kind of a negative counterbalance there, you know, between the uh, getting medicated and laughing. There right. Could be a disconnect there. I don't know.
1: I, I think you're right. I think because I think when you're trying to be intelligent, I think you know you're very sure. intelligent about with your with your comedy. So that resonance of like letting that sink in and going oh wait what did he just say well in
4: that state of mind you can almost decide that wow this is really interesting and that you're like you turn off your laughter mechanism and you're sort of listening to it like and going right. wow that's right. really interesting that's true man you know what I mean and that, right. that doesn't hit you on the comedy level that was hitting you in the gut and making you just guffaw out loud you know right so but they're probably too heady for that you know interesting too, maybe too heady is interesting they should bring the uh, they should bring some, <laughs> some psychologists in there and study that That'd so instead of
1: taking it as a joke, you're taking it as wow, yeah, this guy's really heavy. Yeah,
4: something. exactly. Because you can take it two ways. Some audiences take you both ways anyway. Right. Sometimes, are you serious? You're not serious. Are you telling the truth? Or you're not telling the truth. they get on that line, they they're trying to decide whether you're being honest or not before they laugh or something. You know, what sure. I mean? so instead of just laughing. I don't know if that's true with you guys. But
5: oh, I was just going to say, as far as the self-awareness goes, it's probably it's why we turn the lights down. You know what I mean? You don't want to give them time to look at somebody else and judge them <laughs> before they laugh. That's another thing. The so, ADD so. is bad, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you give them
1: one thought, and out of that joke, and they like, you know, oh, wow. Like, I have a joke about antibacterial wipes, and all of a sudden they think about that, and then they're on the transit of, like, you know. Like a right, and t- then there's this picture in their head, there's this weird wipes. picture in their head <laughs> going you know? like this, and
4: they're just going, wow, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Think, think
0: like, about yeah, all the deep conversations you've had when you have been stoned. And now you're giving them material
6: yeah (laughs) well that's the problem i see with the drunks they just they laugh and they're loose about it but with the stoners sometimes you put something so out there that they get lost in the thought of it and you lose them you didn't not lose them because you weren't good you lost them because you put a thought in their head
4: and they took their own
6: train right Right on right on that's got
4: to be like the key difference between alcohol and weed right right is that you you don't get you don't you know like just pound a bottle of jägermeister and get like heady (laughs) you get philosophical not really
5: happen, right. you know. Bill, why are you on your fourth bottle of Jaeger? Man, I just found out how much asteroids weigh and I'm fucking blown away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know well, those, speaking of, I found, out,
1: I, I, I found a really cool secret about Galaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, yeah. Um This guy told me a secret. Do you guys, did you know it? You know, I, think it was,
6: I think it's asteroids, but uh, go ahead. Well, this is,
1: you know, you know Galaga, right? Well, first
4: of all, to most people, Galaga is the secret.
6: What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Galaga is
4: the secret of life. I mean, that's you know, um, generationally speaking. When
1: yeah. the first screen comes on, I'm totally giving a really cool secret here. So you might want to write this down if you're, <laughs> if you're gonna play Galaga or not. But it's the first when when the first screen comes up, all the bugs come down, you know, and then they set up, and then they're up on top, kind of like a uh, Space Invaders. You know, they all set up on top and they start dropping on you. The very bottom left two, are have to be the last two you shoot, and then you'll. And then pretty soon, none of the bugs will fire bombs on you.
4: For the rest of
6: the game. For the rest of
5: the game.
1: Well, then
6: what the hell's the fun of playing the game?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have done me good in like 1992. But right. now, <laughs> yeah. You, I'm gonna use yeah, some cheat codes <laughs> to Grand Theft Auto if you want to wow me,
6: please. They still got Galaga stand-ups in some of the buyers in They Chicago. do. Well th-
5: tonight at the Purple Haze lives they have the
1: Galaga machine. Yeah, w-
5: there's like there's that's
1: a That's where I learned a, it.
5: I'm <laughs> <laughs> starting to find out there's a bunch of these all over, but there's a uh, insert coins in Vegas where it's an old video game bar and you can rent PlayStation 4 and you know Xbox One and all that crap while you're there.
4: Wow. Yeah,
5: yeah. I think that's
1: what they're gonna do there too. Nice. Yeah. So I man, they have to. So I mean, like you need that extra stimulation, you know.
4: So you're saying the bottom two on the left, on the then. left, in the bottom row. <laughs> right. Very close to the bottom already. The, okay, the bottom very rows, bottom
1: two, bottom row. Because those
4: are the ones you blast away first, first, usually, right? Because they're the closest to the bottom. So what you
1: got to do is you got to kill everybody else. Besides, you got to be damn
4: quick. It's very
1: tough. You yeah. Gotta, so right. basically, you got to okay. hide out yeah. to the very, very All far right. right corner, and then these last two keep doing the cycle, uh-huh. and they keep dropping on you. They keep dropping bombs. You just have to wait till they stop shooting. Okay. Wait a couple more cycles, uh-huh. and then boom. All right. I mean, you
4: got you unlimited. Or least I'm never gonna test this out.
1: Or
6: <laughs> and it wasn't Jagermeister that helped you figure that <laughs> out. No, it was not. That's <laughs> yeah. serious strategy. So there you go. Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's what we, we right? brings right. To the conversation. <laughs> right. Um, what? Uh, yeah, I was gonna go into like the King of Kong. Have you seen that movie? No. The Fistful of Quarters. No. You haven't seen that. No. Yeah, it's about a movie from the 80s. Oh yeah, the, the guy, Donkey, Kong, Donkey champ. Kong champion. Yeah.
5: I'm still a big fan. What was that one that uh, uh, Ben awesome. Savage was in? The uh, where he had the Power Glove and stuff before the Power Glove even came out. Was um, it was it Wizard or some shit like that? You guys know which one I'm talking about? I don't know, man. I think we have a generation gap here. <laughs> no, nah, man, it was it was from the 80s. <laughs> if you've seen Gleaming the Cube, you've seen this movie. Gleaming the Cube. No, it's it's, that same, it's that same. I haven't seen that one I don't either. Think I've you have seen, out seen out Gleaming the Cube? I've
6: never heard of it, man. Oh. Mm. Tony, yeah, Tony Hawk stuff.
5: played a pizza delivery driver in that. It sounds uh, like a porno. Uh, no, it's about skate. It's riding down hills and stuff. Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, yeah Christian Slate Slater. Yeah,
6: Christian Slater. I know yeah. it the. Uh, it
5: sounds like Tony Hawk. I haven't seen that movie in 20 years. Uh, Tony Hawk drove a little red uh, Mazda Courier or, or Ford Courier or whatever they were calling it at that time. Little Pizza Hut delivery truck thing. And they Bleaming would just like, the they, would, they would hold on to the back. Are <laughs> so you looking up Gleaming
6: the Cube? Yeah, he was his voice <laughs> He just surried it, yeah.
1: Gleaming <laughs> the Cube in his car. He's Googling uh, yeah. it on his phone. that working. Um, no ca- working? No cough button. All right. It's a quarter after one <laughs> o'clock. It's VoiceAmerica Variety Channel again. You're going global with Gasman. Fine. Gleam in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kevin Gasman. Of course, you can call me Gas. It's all good. Tony from Chicago's here, comedian and club owner out there as well, which is cool. And Bobby. Wayne Stotz. Stotts,
6: Stotts. Hausman. Yeah. Where did that come from, man? You, buddy. I, I know. <laughs> that's right. I know. It's like weird. Isn't Hausman?
1: Isn't that the the, kill, the guy who killed the people on the streets? <laughs> he also House looks House like nerd. a serial Housener, killer, doesn't he? Right. And he got the three names going. You do. You definitely do, man. He you can do a lot. You like you have just the, the bot- You don't have a mustache, so you have a beard, but it's also just, no, it's really mutton chops what mm-hmm. you have, and then you have kind of a big soul patch. Yeah. In the middle, so you have the mutton chops and a big fat soul patch.
5: I look like the guy that towed, like, I towed your car to the last place yes. you were ever seen That's what, yeah, that's what I look like. So,
1: look, okay, that image, people get up on, you get up on stage for comedy. I mean, what are they expecting from you? Because I know I've seen your bits already about from the south.
5: Yeah. That's where you're from, right? Yeah, everybody kind of expects that. Like, I, I, you see me right now wearing sleeveless shirts. That's me, but Larry the Cable Guy kind of fucked that curve up for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have to wear sleeves, and, and, you're,
1: and you got a Team Texas shirt.
5: Yeah, I, I used to work at the Toyota factory down in San Antonio. So, oh, is that where you're from? Well, I, I'm originally from Mississippi, but I lived down there for a while. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, as far as that goes, I, I like kind of playing with that where people expect to see some ignorant redneck, and then right. you know, kind of dive in on on everything from dealing with stereotypes of being a redneck to uh, you know, just shit that I hate out in, in in the news and what's going on in the world. So right. it's kind of fun. People don't expect that from me just because of. The way I look and, and you know, kind yeah, of a, a little, little more
1: worldly, a little more y- knowledgeable. It, he's about a smart things. comic, by right. and, and I'm
5: not I'm not as close minded as most southern people are. So. So let me ask
1: you this when, She's you know, going through material that you want to talk about being a redneck, how much, you know, of course, you have. Um, what's his name? Um,
5: like Foxworthy.
1: Yeah. OK. So like uh, when you're coming up with your ideas and jokes, did you have a reference or at least to make sure he didn't do them?
5: Uh, oh, totally. It, it was always, I kind of wanted to go, first of all, you just acknowledge, you know, like the the first thing I'll acknowledge in one of my bits is it, it, people always hit me with that incest thing. So that's kind of the first one I'll do to kind of get everybody on the same page. It's like, all right, you think I'm from the South, everything you've seen about the South involves fucking racism and cousin fucking. So I got a 50-50 shot of nailing your first, you know, whatever <laughs> stereotype right. you have of me. Right. So that's the first one I'll, I'll, I'll acknowledge and I'll just kind of, you know, I'll make fun of that. I'll make fun of that. That's how closed-minded people are to think of that. And then. The next one is I'll, I'll acknowledge that everybody thinks I'm a damn racist coming from the South and, you know, that automatically I had to have been a Klan member or one of right. my grandfathers <laughs> was, you know. So. But
1: you know somebody who was.
5: Um, we, there was always suspected people
6: in our town. <laughs> <laughs>
5: They were uh
1: so so You don't have to be them themselves, but you know somebody, you
6: know. Well, I mean, I've enjoyed know. Thanksgiving dinner with yeah. somebody. Like right. That. <laughs> there's,
5: there's
1: somebody who's
0: coming
5: in
6: Yeah. yeah. I mean, look. it's, it, just
5: it's coming th- to dinner. Any affiliation you have with a certain people, you're going to know their worst kind, too. If you're a Muslim, you're going to know somebody that wants to cut the head off a Christian. If you're right. a Christian, you know you know somebody that just fucking hates everybody but white rich people, you know. Right. So anytime you're involved with a group, you're going to know at least one or two of the extremes. Of too. course, I know. So.
4: so isn't that the basis of all comedy? Like we all have to like kind of go against our, our, our stereotypes or whatever or whatever whatever people's prejudices are. It's basically, and even people that are assumed to be prejudiced, that's a prejudiced view. See, yeah. that's what's so funny to me is because you're being prejudiced against those people too right? because they're not all like that either. You know what I mean? So it's a ridiculous, stereotypes are ridiculous all around just for that matter. You got to take everything on an individual basis, you know, and that's the only way you can analyze things, right? As, you know, like, sure. Yeah, I mean, I get stereotypes against me, stereotypes against you, and those stereotypes against people from Chicago, it's brutal, <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, right. Like, you
1: got to play up to it, not insult. Well, well, right? uh, oh, yeah, you got uh, line.
4: Yeah, it's that fine line right. where you don't, you, you're not insulting people, but they get what you're saying. Right. I had
5: a thicker yeah. Southern accent as a child, and because I would get made fun of when we would travel places because I have a Southern accent, and everybody automatically assumed I was stupid. <laughs> right. So I. Well, I that's I, true. I mean, <laughs> you're not. I try. You know, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of internet in me, so I read. Uh, <laughs> nice. nice. But no, you know it's just it was it was right away with just the way I talked, people right. expected a certain amount of stupidity from me. Or,
4: you yeah, know. you would have loved Ron Shock. You did. I love, you love Ron, Ron Chuck, was one of my man. favorites to he, listen to because he was so he was so that way. I mean, I mean, you find out how brilliant of a guy he really is and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, he just he, he woke that whole view. You know, it's, do you think, it's great. Do you
6: think they'll like? Oh, you, go ahead. The, the other beauty of it is that most of the audience. Thinks you're not talking about them, though. They're like, oh, we right, know those people. Right. We're <laughs> not them. Yeah. They're, most of them are in denial. <laughs> you yeah. are right? yeah. talking somebody, about them. Yeah, somebody Where said that. It it's, say... it,
4: you come out and you make a we. It's we against the rest of the world is them. Yeah, right. Once you get up on there, it's it's all of us together. Team right. us. And then we just like, right, make right. fun of everybody else. Yeah. Right, That's right. what you're supposed to create. Well, right. the thing, too, is like, I fail all the time. <laughs> 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 Why are you enemy? But if you're going to
1: point out someone's stupidity and maybe something that someone in the crowd does do, you know, you can always say, like, you don't have to out yourself for this. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, like, volunteer the information that you are that person that we're making fun of. You know, because some people in that crowd might get upset and actually heckle back on you, right? I mean, does that happen? Oh, totally. I mean, like, you're trying to be smart, and, and all of a sudden this guy's like, hey, fuck you, man, you, you know? Or, you
5: can't expect to make people think or make people laugh at something they're uncomfortable at without sooner or later someone wanting to respond, and right. whether it be positive or negative. Right. If you're going to make people think, you're going to make them speak and it's just something you got to be ready for, and if you attack them, then it, you <laughs> probably didn't feel, you know, legitimate about what you were talking about anyway, or else you could have had a conversation with that person right. in a funny manner. Well, you know, I think you, it's
0: one of the last safe places that you can go and laugh at that stuff.
5: In some ways. You know, well, it should be a safe haven for that. You're protected,
0: you're sheltered, everybody else is laughing at it with right. you. So you're, you're more free to laugh at the things that maybe you used to laugh at more often outside of a comedy club.
5: Good point, Carl, the intern. Clint. But then you have people that dive in like we were joking about earlier. You have some blog writer that shows up that has 10,000 more followers than you, and now they have more power than you. So now right. you get shit on because you made one joke where they heard the trigger word. You said abortion, but they didn't pay attention to the right. rest of the bit. They just heard that trigger word and they started they already got their counter argument going because of that trigger word. So right. that's right.
2: how news is made. Yeah,
5: there you go.
1: <laughs> Nice, man. All right, well, it's uh, one twenty two. I always just like the, the, the time out. Oh, yeah, like the classic guy. Yeah, 22 yeah, it's past just, the hour. It's my, <laughs> it's my old radio that, in me, you know what I mean? Um, which I don't do anymore, so I've just been doing uh, this now. It's, it's been fun, though. I like doing this. No, a it, guy absolutely.
6: In, there was a guy in Chicago in L.A., Johnny Brandmeyer. I don't know if you're familiar hey, yeah, with him. Johnny So absolutely. he used to do sure. uh, Weather and Traffic on the Ones, January 1, February 1. <laughs> 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 I always thought that was hysterical. Nice, man.
1: <laughs> Let's do this. Let's play a tune. We'll come back. We'll uh, regroup a little bit, and we'll talk about some other things. I have On My Mind, maybe what's on their mind as well. And we got music as well. So send me an email, Kevin at... With Gas.com, there's two S's there for any bands you want to play here on this program. We play a lot of local uh, bands from your area, so it's, it's globally, locally, I guess you could say, right? <laughs> it's like everywhere you're from, is always going to be a local band. So we play those bands, the independent artists that travel through Phoenix, Arizona, where we are. We get to pick some of them up as well, uh, but we also play a lot of bands from here, because that's where we're from. So we've got a lot of great music. We'll play this band. They're called Inova. This, this song is called Separate, and it's... Um, it's kind of a and tune, so I feel like I need to prep people up before they hear a song to know what they're getting themselves into. Or are we going to su- really surprise them?
6: Surprise? All yeah. Right, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. We'll be right back. It's a Nova. Separates the tune. You're, you're going global with gas, man, on voiceamerica.com, Variety Channel. right now. I love that tune. Fairy Bones is the band from right here in Phoenix, Arizona. Mystery Schools before that, Break Free is the tune. Uh, Drummer is uh, Mike Cosgrove of Alien Ant Farm. That's a little side project he's got going on with that band right there. So you're going global with gas, man. It's 1.30 here on your voiceamerica.com variety channel program, 1 to 3 p.m. on Saturdays. And I am joined by a couple of the comedians that will be joining me tonight as we uh, perform some comedy at a show called The 420s at the Purple Haze Smoke Lounge, and that is in Tempe, Arizona, and it is a medical marijuana cardholder event. So we are performing there tonight, and there's four comics, and the other one couldn't make it tonight, Ben Vidoff, couldn't make it with us here in studio. But uh, Ben hooked me up with Bobby, and I already know Bob, and Bob, I was like, I just figured that you guys would be a great start off to the 420s comedy show. So thank you for being a part of that.
4: Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. I appreciate
1: it. I was also little surprised. I didn't know, Bob, you were, you were available tonight. That was really cool, and I was, I'm glad you uh, said yes, man. Because uh, I, I love your comedy, and you are very smart on stage. We were talking about Well, that's debatable. But you were on Last Comic Standing. Briefly. You were <laughs> 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 um, very briefly. Yeah. Um, who won that season, by the way?
4: Uh, Rodman. The Rodman oh, one this year. For the He'll Man, get the big right. development deal and the quarter million bucks. And yeah. Do
1: we follow the, the uh, comics
4: that win the that? 15 minutes of fame.
1: Right. Dan, Dat fan won the first one. And he's kinda oh, like, yeah. That was a long time ago. We just yeah, yeah, on last yeah, yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing really developed out of that. Well, they took three years
4: of. off. I mean, since 2011, they right. took three seasons off because the show wasn't doing well, whatever. They didn't like the way it was going, wasn't getting the ratings, and right. then they tried to revamp it. With Wanda Sykes and different production, and so they re- change the format and don't stick them in a house and don't play all those right. weird games and stuff like that. Right. And so they did it, and it kind of went through. It was kind of, you know, it was it was fun. It was fun to get on on the air a little bit, but uh, it was, uh, you know, it, it it is what it was. It was network television. Did
1: you, did you get any? Uh, um, what kind of feedback did you get from it? A lot of hits on Facebook. Yeah,
4: and... a lot of views on YouTube and kind of stuff like that. Because yeah. you had to go there to see my whole set because I only showed a short clip on the on the show. Right. So they directed
1: uh, you t- to your page? Right.
4: Well, they had it on their NBC's website for a long time. And, oh, then, I gotcha. and they keep a counter on it. And then people are still hitting it, too. Yeah. I mean, they're still... What did
1: you see the jump at? Where, like, where were you at before all of a sudden the show came on then? Boom. Uh, I was, you saw was at, huge... like,
4: zero... <laughs> maybe less than zero if less you remember that zero. movie I, I do remember that movie yeah and then uh, a little bit above a little baby bump but not, nothing obviously crazy yeah
1: well I mean you got, good, you got gigs out of it though right
4: well, I mean, you got something to offer people. Right. You know, you can say, hey, look, I did this show. And they look at you and go, hey, he looks good on national TV. Maybe <laughs> we could put him on a late-night talk show or something like that. Right. Something like that. I don't know. No. But the response of people who saw it was positive. I mean, almost all positive. Well, yeah, of course it is. I mean, Well, they, it's not, of course, anything, as you know. in this business. They can decide <laughs> well, to hate anybody at any time. And that's the, true. Then I mean. the dogs smell the blood. And <laughs> then they, you know what I mean? Then people pile on just because I think it's fun to pile on, don't you think? Yeah, so, absolutely. I,
5: mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I did a, 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 a thing for, uh, was it Comedy Time? Uh, LA, mm-hmm. And I was so worried, because I know they have a, a very big subscriber base. I was so worried I was going to get trashed. Anybody that tried to trash any of my jokes, right. there was like five or six people that would defend the joke and be like, you're an idiot for not getting it. Oh, I was like, right on. wow, I've never... <laughs> I, same thing, I figured they were going to jump right on, and I was like, this is where I quit comedy and look for a fucking job or <laughs> <resume, laughs> application <laughs> nice. somewhere. So, yeah, when you get positive feedback from the internet, you're like, all right. All right. Well, it it just
1: kind of justifies your joke. Yeah. You know, the thing is like, I know it's funny. People laugh, but sometimes when you're at a comedy club, you get kind of gratuitous laughs, you know, just because you're at a comedy show. So I think a lot of people, I think you get a little head start is what I'm trying to say. Right. As opposed to going somewhere where it's not typically a comedy show, like, you know, a bar or somewhere else, something like that, where you're really going it. Those are your real true laughs. If you know you're really funny, those guys will, you know, they'll, because they don't want to pay attention, but they're listening. And if you're laughing, if, you'll turn around and start paying attention. But a comedy club, I think you get a little bit of a head start of that, but um, I don't know, you know, what are your thoughts on that?
5: What would you say, when when, when people give you a, a positive remark from the safety of their home right behind the shield of their keyboard, when they could have been as mean, right. they could have had the worst day ever and barely not liked you and taken every bit of that out on you, and when they didn't and said something nice, you're like, thanks, man. Nice. You had a chance to just, you know, sh- shit on my day to make you f- yourself feel better, and mm-hmm. you didn't, so... Yeah, it's always kind of nice to see that.
1: I uh, I posted something on uh, on Facebook yesterday, and it was uh, an idea that I had. It was um, the uh, Saturday Night Live should do this bit. It's called, uh, well, it's about Wolf Blitzer. Let me see if I can get it up because I'm really not thinking right now. <laughs> 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 I'm just like truly not good. This is what I read. Let me get it real quick. I read a lot of shit. Okay, so I had, a, I had an idea for a Saturday Night Live skit. It was a mashup of the Jersey Shore and the Situation Room. Wolf Blitzer lives at home and has the characteristics of Mike the Situation and does the news from his home where he lives with his mom. And it's called The Situations Room. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I I think it's pretty funny. I've kind of sat on that for a little bit and it's never really put it out. But then uh, someone wrote, oh, The Soup did that in 2007. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I had no idea. First, I had no idea The Soup was still on, (laughs) you know. But I didn't know they did that. And then someone else posted that The Simpsons did that. And I was like, I had no clue. Maybe I mean. Oh, really? Yeah. Like those so,
6: same two exact things really? together. Wow.
1: Yeah, so mm. it, it makes me feel good that The Simpsons did it because I'm someone's suspicious. ripping someone else off <laughs> I'm as suspicious. well. Yeah. But I didn't know anything about all that, so I would never post something that's hacky or anything like that. But you know, for someone like I thought I had a good one there, and, and when someone said no, the soup did. I, I felt like shit. I was like, damn it, you know, I didn't really mean to. Hack something like that?
4: Well, no, that's just not really likely to happen. That's why right. it's so weird. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. But, we, but then the Simpsons
1: went on I'm like shit. Now it's like out there, like everyone knows that it's like, Sonic uh <laughs> You know. It's like,
5: well, I see. I think it's entirely possible. You got seven billion people on the planet. There's only you know so many thoughts that can happen. And sure, you can have individual and original thought, but sooner or later, you're going to find someone that shares the same exact. Cent- that's why some jokes, when you say something, people start laughing so hard. They're like, "I fucking thought about that, but I never thought about to say it that way." You know, like right. So. You know, I, I think we do share a lot of the same thoughts. It's just <clears throat> you search for ways to say it, and some things only come out a certain way. Eventually, you know what I mean? Like you, you go for a certain uh, shortness to a joke or something like that. Then it, you know you're get, you're gonna eventually step on some of the same, not intentionally. It's just of course not right. You're gonna share the same thought. I mean, yeah, you know, there, there's a certain reason that we started a new country. A certain amount of people had the same thought to sure. Let's get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> and I wouldn't do that on stage. That's not a stage joke. That's a Facebook joke. It also comes right. down to
6: content too, and what what you're looking at. Because I, I feel like if you take 50 comics and let them watch the same newscast, you're gonna get three, four jokes out of them. 50 comics. They're all gonna sound the same. Right. So if your content is pop culture. Just like hundreds and thousands of other comics, you guys are gonna have clashes. (laughs) So, it's what content you allow to fit into your comedic brain that, you know, if it's less than what everyone else is doing, you have a lower chance of hacking.
1: You you know, I had had a concept once. It was at the supermarket and they had the macaroni and cheese boxes, right? And, you know, it shows you um, the calories. It says uh, as prepared and, you know, like an as prepared calorie and not prepared. But I'm like, who's using it not prepared? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? So I thought that was a little bit of a joke. And I was just randomly on YouTube, just like, you know, get down a rabbit hole of, you know, of uh, comedy bits. Somebody in Boston had that same exact joke. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That was weird. And I was like, well, I can't do that. <laughs> like, well, shit. since
4: comedians are spreading like Ebola, <laughs> <laughs> every idea touches another guy and it doubles, and then it doubles. And, I mean, there's everything Everything possible is being analyzed. You know what I mean? Every little micro-movement you do, right. the way you blink your eyes, being analyzed by a comic. Someone will say something. Just to be... Well, first of all, I mean, it's just joke mining. It's observation mining. You know what I mean? Right. So one different will be... You know, so this will be different. You know what I mean? I mean, there's only so many things you can analyze, right? I don't know, you know? I saw um, uh, Ellen
1: DeGeneres and Jim Gaffigan did the same exact joke. It was about the moving sidewalks, you know, that usually at the airports and stuff like that, and how you feel like a superhero. Although she said it was like well, I think she said Wonder Woman or what would she say?
4: Uh, something like that. Yeah, really whatever. It exactly but, like but it was like it was the same concept, like it was the same almost joke. same exact joke. When you exactly. strip it down, it's the same right. joke. It's the you same know? joke. And that happens all the time. And there's not a whole lot you can do about that. There's just not a whole lot you can do about right. that. You know. And there have been times, and I mean, definitely people thinking the same jokes. I mean, there's probably two or three times throughout over the years where someone's hey, I do basically that joke. Right. You know, and they have to stop doing it or whatever. And then, you know when it's so close, it's not necessarily somebody. You know, you can take a joke and change the words and change the guy's name and call it a new joke. Right, you know, like some people do. So, but so, so you uh, got You still got to know in your heart whether that's still the same joke.
1: Okay. So, do you think it's important to put your material up online to establish it right away, almost like you're, you know, you're copywriting uh, your stuff. This is mine. This is the data came up. If you can prove you did it earlier.
4: If not, fuck you. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. that's hard to back yourself, though, just by yourself. You need really much the whole pack of comics that have been watching you do it for, like, years and stuff. Now, you know, everybody knows whose bits are whose, and it's basically the community that's going to say, "Now that's his, right. and that's his. And he, that guy who went on America's Got Talent and stole the other guy who came on. Did you see that? No. Oh, this guy, I, I know, yeah. I yeah, know exactly the, the about contestant yeah. came on, and then the guy who's working warm-up on the show realized, this guy's doing my closing bit yes. as his bit on the show, and these guys just were It was
5: actually Howie Mandel recognized. it. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, 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 I hate to throw the guy under the bus, but it was Greg Wilson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right, uh, was, that's it was, right. It was Greg Wilson. He was, he was, he was, uh, he was going, and this was, this was all impressed. I'm not putting his name no. out there. Like, no, 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 it it's all I mean, out there. It's, it's all out there. Yeah, I'm not out in the duty. Yeah. no, not at all. Yeah. And see, I, I mean, this is where I've seen Greg a number of times now, and Greg is fucking funny. Mm-hmm. I interviewed him a long time and ago. Man. I mean, I've seen him do. I, I, he was in uh, Vegas what two weeks ago, and I watched him do an hour of crowd work. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, there's no way if he ripped that bit off. I'm, I'm very, very disappointed if he did it intentional because he's got so much better stuff. Right. That he should have been doing instead of a ripped off bit. If, if he, if he legitimately. It was just did one
4: bit, or was it a long, lengthy bit?
5: It's a lengthy bit. I mean, and they're, they're, the videos are, are put side by side, and you can see them and make your own decision. It
4: was like this other dude's like closing bit. Okay. So I mean,
5: it was very well developed. a
6: warm up comic. For he the was show. working
4: warm up on the show. Oh, I got
5: you. So, so and, it, and the dude's been doing it for like 20 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he's got So he of, did it the same
4: show? He did the same bit, the
6: Atlas same show? At West Comic Standing. Yeah.
4: The, uh, with the guy right there doing this warm-up. The guy is right there standing off stage watching the show. And then Holy he just flips crap. his who's lid. Who's the warm-up guy? No, I, don't I forgot his name. His name. Now yeah. check
6: this That's out. That's usually I, how it works, right? You forgot, you the, forgot guy the guy who guy's stole name who Exactly. It. <laughs> it's like exactly. Larry the Cable Guy. What's and the that? name of the guy he stole <laughs> that all from? Yeah, nobody knows. We're just feeding into
5: this, aren't we? That's so bad. I have a bit. And Tony has been... He's known about this bit since the very beginning because I ran it by him, and he actually helped me workshop some of it, was uh, I have a bit of where I take the whole uh, uh, civil rights struggle for black people oh, and replace it with fat jokes. It's all fat people. <laughs> it's just one big, long, silly pun, uh-huh. and it gets uncomfortable at times. And it, You know what I mean? It's, sure. it's it's a fun bit to play with. I did that at a show in Vegas, uh, and it's it's the uh, the dirty show. It was like 200 people there. Did the joke. Joke went over well. Two comics after me. Another guy does one punchline that sounds, it was identical, word for word. I looked it up. He's got the same exact punchline where I talk about, If fat people are going to be their own race of people, how are they going to get their rights? You know they ain't going to march for them. (laughs) He has almost that same line verbatim, and we had never seen each other before that night. Uh When he did that joke, about half the audience turned and looked at me, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck to tell (laughs) y'all. You know what I mean? Maybe he came, and I kind of got mad about it, and I ran it by a few other comics, and one of the comics said the one thing that put me in check. He goes, it's kind of an easy punchline to come across, man. And when he said that, I was like, okay, Make my bitch stronger. Then you know, get even farther separated from right, what he's yeah. doing. So Which you don't have to necessarily do. take it as, as a as a negative thing. You're saying I gotta find another way to tell it. Go
1: deeper
6: on it. Sure, you know. yeah, sure. Yeah, if sure. you if you share something that somebody else does, it might be hack.
5: Yeah, or or it's just a, it's not necessarily hack. It's just it's the easiest one to come to at that at that when you're going that direction. Isn't that hack?
6: It. Isn't that also hack though? When not you're just necessarily. coming up with the easiest punchline instead of working it to see. I hate when comics go. Oh, I just came up with this great, you know, joke. And it's like, you didn't even work it. You didn't even sit down to see if you can come up with five better, ten better. Right, what could you right. do with that joke? Nope, you just, you're just you satisfied with it. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, that's where I find a lot of hack. It's like, you stopped. Yeah, here. I can so did what, everybody
5: I, I else. what you're saying there. You can also watch progressions of people's bit like that, where there's some stuff that I'll do that makes people so uncomfortable, I feel like I almost got to, not hack, but come in a little soft, a little silly and a little playful, to rope them into whatever concept I'm trying to go with, because I'm about to make you really uncomfortable. So if if I kind of like soft shoot it a little bit, I can get you vulnerable, and I can backdoor you, and then we're, like you said earlier, we're all in this together, and then right. I can go into the hard shit. So you, don't, you don't get naked on stage. No, I've uh-huh. not that kind of. Command. You'll see how not hard I of, sweat.
1: Not that kind of backdoor.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, I can, the, the hack yeah. thing I do understand. If you hit that and stop then total, you're you're fucking, you're being lazy. It's you lazy.
6: Know? Yeah, it's lazy. Right.
4: Yeah, that's more like, more like what it is, you know. It's just like, okay, exactly. You hit that moment. Oh, okay, let's, t- let's stretch it out a little farther. Let's get away from this.
6: Try it. Even if you don't find anything better, sit down and exercise your right. thought. That's a good point.
4: I, I dig
1: the conversation, man. This is, Let me uh, write that cool. one down. <laughs> We're gonna be, uh, doing, Stop uh, quitting on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is like I, I'm working on uh, the material that I have. I'm just trying to strengthen what I have and not expand on them yet. You know, so I'm not like just trying to so no, make sure I have yeah. a solid set that I can yeah. do what I can do, and then I just want to hone that in really well. Then I can go back to my material and start. All right, let's see now what I can kind of, kind of blow up a little bit more and a little, you know, and draw out a little more. That's kind of how I'm working it. Yeah, it
4: looks like you you climb up the hey this analogy I just came up with. It's like you climb up the base of the tree, which you know is there and you know is steady, but then. Testing material or whatever is walking out on each branch.
7: Great analogy. And hoping yeah, that branch
4: ha- holds you up, and right. then you walk back to the core, and you're safe again. <laughs> right. and then You go up to the next branch, and you walk out. Right. Hopefully, this branch holds up, <laughs> nice. and you do that until the tree's done. I dig it, man.
1: It's that's a great, very good man. analogy. Just up with that. That's great. Good good Is that hack that I
6: hacked after? <laughs> hey, I write that down. You man. better watch you Google it, make sure
1: no one said it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> but, but, but but that's what it feels like. to right. that branch is starting. Yeah, I was you know like, I was just thinking about like as far as yeah yeah when I come up with an idea, I'm like. Oh, that's I like that. I'll I'll let me post that because uh, it's what I do. It's it's gay. Be my friend on Facebook, by the way. <laughs> no, but yeah, I post some stuff. And I was just thinking, like, because it's the Halloween time. It's the zombies. I'm like, well, I, if zombies, you know, really really happen. I'm afraid they'd probably go hungry, you know. And you know, it's, it's just, but it's a cliche joke because I was like, I typed it in on Google to see who else came up with that. <laughs> Before I did anything, and sure enough, yeah, it's already been said somewhere. I'm like, I'm not going to say that.
7: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that bad. I, I just seen it somewhere else. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a common sense, you know. Or or, or Halloween is the only time of year you take candy from strangers, you know, Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I, wonder, uh, I just took candy from strangers. <laughs> uh, yeah, <we> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, in the medical marijuana field, <laughs> when you go to a farmer's market, that is definitely ca- taking candy from strangers, man. Uh, that was last week's show, by the way. <laughs> uh, it might be next week because it's every two weeks. And uh, I'm hoping to have the uh, the band The Chimps in studio, uh Los Angeles band. They're on tour right now, and they got some music playing on Sons of Anarchy. So uh, they just went all the way back east. They just went through Chicago, actually. Yeah, Yeah, posting their videos and stuff like that. And uh, they're coming through Phoenix, and they're going to be here next week, next Saturday night. It's going to be over at the Pub Rock. or No, excuse me. I think it's Rock Bar um, in in Scottsdale. So hopefully we'll have them in studio next week. And they were on the show back in March, I believe, or February. So if you want to go back to the archives and see how wild the chimps are, it's chimps with a Z, by the way. So keep that in mind, and uh, they're, it's rap kind of metal.
6: Oh, cool! Yeah,
1: so I'm gonna uh, play their latest. It's called War Machine. We we'll get a little sample of this, and then we'll come back. We got drugs to talk about as well. We'll play some porno music or not next hour. So, um, Bob Kubota. Yes, sir.
7: Billy,
5: <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like a yes, man. <laughs> 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 we got another hour to figure out my name. Huh? <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Valley, <laughs> Billy Wayne
1: Stouts, yeah. Bobby Wayne. We're getting <laughs> <laughs> close. Yeah, right. <laughs> you oh, got man. my last
5: name right this time, which is that's closer. So we,
1: we better go find that stranger. Here's War Machine <laughs> right here on uh, Going Global with Gas Man. Uh, Chimps right there, Chimps with a Z, War Machine is the tune. You are going global with Gas Man here. It's Saturday, it's October 25th, and uh, we're hanging out for you uh, with you until 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, so we have another hour to go. We're going to talk drugs, play some porno music or not with the guys. Bob, you've played that game before.
4: Played what game?
1: Porno music or not? Porno. Did you not? Oh, yes, I think. It was, yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah. did last time. Yeah, last time Bob was in that was... was it like was March. Was, yeah, it was a March, yeah, exactly. And uh, Bobby Wayne, Stouts...
5: Yeah, there we
1: go. <laughs> See, I got it, man. And Tony Valley is here. And we're all hanging out. We're all comedians, just chilling out with you guys until three. And uh, Bobby and Bob, and I'm so sorry earlier, <laughs> Bobby, but um, Bobby, is that your real name, Bobby?
5: Well, Robert, you, but yeah, you're a Robert. Yeah, I'm a okay, Robert. Okay, so but I don't, I don't think I've done enough to accomplish the name Robert yet, though.
1: Well, you think that's more of a like a higher? Yeah, it's more it's more poignant. You know, <laughs> Robert
5: has accomplished, or he's a, he's just a defendant. That's probably the two ways that one goes. Robert. Yeah, Robert. Just it's <laughs> formal. I don't know it's too formal for me. I don't like it. You have like the luxury. You have Robert, Rob, Bob, Bobby.
1: Can you go with William? Can you stretch the Bob to a William? <laughs> I think I think you can. <laughs> can you? <laughs> what about you? Uh, Bob Kubota? Are you a Bob, straight-up Bob? or I was a
4: Robert? Robert, then I was a Bobby, and then I was a Bob. I hated being called Robert, but I never got Rob or Robbie or any of those versions of it, which which was... Uh, I, I, I just wanted Bob. Oh, wait, we just lost you. Uh-oh. There we go. I'm sorry. It's all good. Yeah, I just, just wanted just, Bob. Bob was always... You just Bob. like Bob? I was just happy with that. Yeah. But now people... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you call me Bobby, I'm all right with it, but don't call me Robert or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm lucky. I'm uh, just a Kevin. That's it. Tony, you too,
4: right?
6: Yeah. Well, I was an Anthony. Yeah, you're an an Anthony. 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 See, There you go.
1: See, that's what I don't like, uh, man. All sh- these names. Like, stick with what you got, man. Now, <laughs> I had a
6: teacher that ruined it. She was horrible, and the way she would screech my name, and I was always getting in trouble. I lost the Anthony after that. <coughs> Same year. thing. Anthony. Same experience.
4: You know, it sounds. I mean, Anthony and Tony. Oh, that's, 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 that's night on and a day. Chalkboard, man. Night and day, right? Right. And the way people say, the way adults say, it is usually what turns you off to it. Yeah. Because so, and but,
6: then that stupid Prince Spaghetti commercial growing up. Oh, absolutely. Spaghetti Day The old the, Daigle brother Stick her head out The, the north window end yell, Boston Anthony, guy Anthony right? Prince Spaghetti yeah, Day and yeah. So I That uh, joke sure. uh, Until I went to Tony it, You know it's Yeah, yeah.
5: So now uh, I Now I get why you guys Didn't get my Gleam in the Cube reference <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. That makes sense Yeah you know? <laughs> We're, <laughs> l- so we're f- relating On the spaghetti
4: guy <laughs>
1: well, Yeah so You're so funny Bob You're talking about Because uh, I lived in uh, New England For a long time About hearing that as a kid When it's such a, a Disciplinary uh, kind of tone I guess you can say Sure When they say Robert Or for me it's Kevin So when I hear Kevin That's strong right there there, sure. crap. So I that's do? my name, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta, gotta go by the tone. Every time, Every time I hear that, I get an anxiety attack, man. It's like, what? I did something wrong, you know? I bet. No, call me Kev or Gas. You know, it's fine.
4: Right.
5: You know, I bet your friends were annoying when Home Alone came out.
1: No, you know what? I because I don't really go by Kevin. I go by Gas. Oh, Gas. So all, all know, my right. friends just. Gas. I was I was KG or Gas
5: or something like that. You so know. you always had like a cool nickname. Yeah,
1: something? I mean that's yeah, but at the time it's really not because when you're a kid growing up with the name, yeah, like exactly. Gasman. That's not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah even the teachers
1: didn't want to yeah. acknowledge it. They're like Glassman, <laughs> Grassman. No, it's Gasman, really. The Gasman. Because well, the G and the A get together. <laughs> oh, that that G part kind of looks like the R, so you get a lot of Grassman. Every day,
4: you guys are all hacks, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I remember though on my sweater for AYSO soccer, we were the Sting by the way. We are yellow Chicago Steen. Nice. Like, I, I, I remember
6: Socrates. Yeah,
1: exactly. And they spell my name K-E-V-E-N. Kevin? No, just K-E-V-E-N. Yeah, well... That's weird. Yeah, that, that's how they spell... I'm like, right? <laughs> like, of all things, you don't know how to spell Kevin. Yeah. Like, who spells a K-E-V-E-N? That's K-E-V-I-N.
6: Uh, yuppie. Kevin.
1: Well, how do you spell Seven.
5: Right. <laughs> oh, fuck you,
1: man.
6: <laughs> <laughs> or Heaven. Or Heaven. Yeah.
4: K-E-A-V-E-N. <laughs> yeah, right. Kevin. Well, Kevin, Heaven, Seven. You know, somebody yes somebody done right. that.
5: Well, I mean, I've seen a K-E- Seven before. K-E-A-V-N?
4: Yeah, e- e- K-E-A-V-E-N? Yeah. Or K-E-A-V-E-N. Somebody must have done that just to be... That's annoying.
1: Right? Yeah, it is <laughs> very annoying. But it's probably are, Gaelic. Have done that.
5: Uh, I, I don't have nothing
1: What's, to it is, It's Irish. I'll buy that. Right, I'll go with that, though. Right. <laughs> I'll spread that.
6: But Grassman would be inaccurate. Be, well, Misinterpretation uh, of the last name. Now it would be. Right, okay.
1: <laughs> right, at, the, at the time as a kid, no. You wouldn't associate the grass to being right. the grass. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Let's play some tunes. <laughs> Top of the hour is on its way, and then we'll come back, and we will uh, hear some music, and we'll play uh, Porno music or Not. We'll play Drug Code. We'll talk about the drugs scene so no All right, know.
4: you can educate me on that. I'm, I'm really I want to all this.
1: I want to know what... Uh, where you stand on the issue, We're going
6: to learn by example? Well, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna learn first by you're going to
4: tell us what's going on, and then we'll give our opinions. Because yeah. we don't know what's going on.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, let me get some stories together. We'll be back. So take a little break. We'll be uh, coming with uh, coming back with Bob Capote. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it's Temptations. Yeah. Mike Pinto's the uh, the band here. And it's music from San Diego. So chill out with us. We'll be back.
8: This is uh, Life in Ocean Beach, San Diego. Everywhere here I turn I learn a meaning of the word temptation me to keep my team we wanna be one every boss I seek makes it harder to stick my concentration and now the I see is got some nerve on me do I wanna get some and I say oh, the devil's got a hold on me I sold my soul to the deadliest of enemies Than a saint, worry really who I am and who I ain't. No need to fake it. My introduction to a path of self-destruction, and I can't shake it.
5: This is a contest for the biggest idiot,
8: which I nailed.
9: The moon. No more cups of tea at the bottom. Your pure honey, it's not sweet. It's just thick like as fuck. I want to take this taste of this buzzing off my tongue. I want to take this taste of this buzzing off my tongue. Ow! Don't fret, I see it now. Inner thoughts are scared You feel? Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Are you for real? You said take a little taste. Think I'd like it. we we'll be asking for Think more. Think I'll try it. Pure, pure honey. 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 Pure honey. You in a coffee shop You handed me a drink I thought you, you were like your honey I thought you, you were like your honey I want to take the taste of this buzzing off my tongue I want to take the taste of this buzzing off my tongue Субтитры
1: Sister Lip with pure honey and in dreams. I'm gonna speak correctly today. <laughs> in dreams from Boys and Frogs. Prior to that, right here, as you go global with gas, man. We're playing independent music from independent artists uh, working their way up, man. These are bands that are unsigned, waiting and uh, waiting for their turn. I think they're always uh, the, the music we play here are the bands that we like to see, kind of make that next move you know they're kind of like, kind of like in the comedy world in a sense it's really parallel it's funny how you see the the, the same things and the, the same kind of progression when you're talking about comedians and bands um i think it's almost the same equalization too because of uh, making it it's very difficult but you have to put yourself in the right positions to be uh, at least making money and doing what you love to do and I think that's what, you know, we all strive to do is to if I can make money and live and be a comedian on the road or you know, be a traveling touring, you know, that's all I do. <laughs> you know, same with being a band. You know, it's all we do. We tour, we just play music, we it's it's awesome, and that's a it's, it's a long road.
6: It's way easier for a comic I believe than it is for a band because you know as a comic it's even hard sometimes to motivate yourself to get out and do the things you do. Now you got a band, you got five guys right. that you gotta have on the same page. And I've seen, I work with bands back home in Chicago, and there's so much animosity. One guy is usually the businessman and doing right. all the work. Then he feels slighted because everyone else is dicking around. Nobody wants to show up for practice. It's really difficult to make it as a band to get everybody on that same page. Mm,
1: that's, a good, that's a good point. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> especially if you have like 10 guys in the band. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they
4: all end up hating each other by the end. Something's going to happen yeah. because you're not, no,
1: you're not making it fast right. enough. And there's, I mean, you know, well, come on, we're good enough. Okay. And, and John
4: yeah. and Paul and Simon and Garfunkel, they all hated <laughs> each other yeah. at the end, didn't they? In, instead,
1: instead you mean of, Fall. Yeah. Fall, because yeah. uh, the real Paul McCartney is dead. You guys know that, right? Always
7: has been. <laughs>
6: you know yeah, that? Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, sure, I know that.
1: <laughs> Paul McCartney is really dead. Go Google that. It's documented. Yeah, this is not Well, that was,
5: that was a, f- uh, a fake radio announcement, wasn't it? Isn't that what that was You know, the th- of?
1: okay, the thing was, it was supposed to be a recording from George Harrison basically on his deathbed. Right, he's in his bed after like, he got stabbed, right? Right, and he's got this little it's a micro cassette. They show you the cassette recorder, and what you're listening to sounds like it's from a studio. I mean, it's it doesn't work, right? It's not scratchy, it's not you know, like right, you know, it's like clean, it's it's totally doctored. That's the only thing that really threw me off right away. I go, That is not from that cassette, right? And I was like, This is this is bogus, I it's think.
6: still interesting, it's it was- very interesting, yes. Hmm. Very creative. I'll have to hear it. I'll have to listen. Yeah, to Bob, it. you love it. It's a good shit, documentary. Yeah,
1: Bob, you like you, Bob's bobson do a lot of uh, I don't know Bob. investigative journalism. There sure. you go. Okay, absolutely. We'll call it that.
4: Exactly.
6: You like Vice? Well, that's, that's all you can
4: call it. People call it other things because they don't like it. Conspiracies, or whatever word they want to use. Is that the investigative J- investigative reporting, yeah, investigative journalism, just like anything else? Your Vice S- fan, forensics. Uh, I don't. Wa- I don't watch a lot of television.
6: Have you seen Vice or Red Vice? They have a YouTube channel.
4: Uh, oh uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. You should check them out. I've the seen demo. so many, and there's so many out there, and so many different kinds, and I'm sure they all lead to similar places.
6: They're really good investigative journals. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they just bring you the facts. There's yeah, no that's We were it. talking about that today too, Bob. There's no yeah. opinion to either side. No they opinion, just, just bring in some information. They bring in more a, information. They had a journalist die right. this year, I think, because uh-huh. they go to some bad, bad oh, yeah. places. You That's know right. what, though? I mean, look.
4: Well, Michael Hastings died last year, the Rolling Stone journalist, This yeah. is, they when he blew up in his car in driving on down Santa Monica Vol- Boulevard in his brand-new state-of-the-art Mercedes.
5: Was it a Mercedes? I thought it was a uh, two-door Pontiac GT. I
7: believe it was a Mercedes, cause uh, oh, okay. yeah, it was. Uh, well, it could ones. still be
5: a two-door Mercedes. It just it had. Oh, this, okay. It okay. had that slope front like a Pontiac. I was like, what the hell is and does this? this dude supposed to be big time driving a Pontiac or?
4: Yeah, no, I I, I believe it was some, a high-end vehicle. That would make more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. but the, the engine the engine was was fifty blew fifty yards sideways. Down the street. As well, a, I mean,
5: it, they're 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 rubber mounted, so that's possible. I mean, it's it, you got to hit something hard. But I thought yeah. his car just caught. I thought, that, yeah, it was just driving down the street. And it closed. said like fifty miles an hour. Right, right. And then you know, right, right.
4: See so, that, the,
6: any foul play?
4: Uh, well, see, they will That's like the saying. Where's the investigative journalism on that? They just called it a case, and that's it. Wow, that's unfortunate. Right. Well,
6: like uh, I, I,
5: we were talking about this the other night, where you know, there's not it. it the media. I mean, we all know they control what they put out there. They have. Mm-hmm. Every, they have every. You know, everything to stop every check and and, and balance sure. in place to stop. Right. Something from getting through. One thing that's not getting through right now, as we were talking about this uh, a couple nights ago, is a uh, black kid was hung. He was lynched in North Carolina. How black kids are hung. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, sorry. Lynched. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Well, well, <laughs> be more specific. Uh, yeah, he was lynched because he'd been having sex with a thirty year old white woman. He was a seventeen year old mm. football player. And that's not making the news. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. what is yeah, making yeah, yeah, the yeah.
1: news is a Notre Dame football white black player with yeah, Lisa the, the porn. porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, exactly.
4: Who gives a who gives that? right, exactly. Well, right. That's the that's the distractive stuff that right. you know right away you shouldn't look at. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly.
6: I posted on Facebook today I just saw twenty two. Soldiers a day are committing suicide Absolutely. over the and war. Absolutely, this has been happening for years. Yeah, like uh, the guy, he was a veteran. He said that's like a 747 yeah. plane flying on the side of a mountain weekly, and it's not making the news. Yeah, noise.
4: people have no sense of uh, you know the size of these of you know, these occurrences, and this is much of this is much of that. Yeah. Yet they get freaked out about one, and they don't care about the other, and right. it's just so hypocritical. Right.
1: So when you're watching like the news, or at least getting feeds online and everything, what do you differentiate is real and what's not?
4: You don't, but you, it's like anything else. You get multiple opinions. You get you, you know you don't you don't guests. stick with any one source. You you know you have to compare everything you see and what makes sense. Then when people are saying this, and then some people other people are saying they completely the opposite. Well, that demands further investigation. That's all, and people stop it right there, and then call names to the other side, and that's the end of the story. What do, you,
1: what do you think about like reading comments? You know, because a lot of times, if you read comments, some of them are really poignant. Some of them actually add a lot more value to the story themselves. Um, do you buy into those at all, or uh, I
4: mean, I or? might read a few, but I don't, I don't, I don't put any stock in them because any idiot can sit make a comment. You there, know,
6: there's usually a lot of ignorance in comments. And sure, it, it makes you want to strangle people because you get this. You have your own opinion when you read an article, but those comments give you the ability to see other people's opinions. Yeah. and when you see their opinions, it's like, did we just read the same story? Right, <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> there's
4: a lot of
1: that. Isn't that strange? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, man, yeah,
4: but it shows you right in print how you are, How people are kept at bay by this program of divide and conquer, they call it, where you just make put something out there and you know people are going to take sides immediately. They're going to have radically different opinions, and they're right. going to keep themselves in check by blaming each other for what's going on when it's nobody these <laughs> people's fault, but they're blaming each other for yeah, it. Right. And that's, the, that's how they control large popular. Basically, po- that's how pol- politics... Controls large populations. Yeah, you it, have to put you know, stuff out there that makes people angry at each other.
5: It, what Tony and I were talking about this over lunch, where <laughs> so we uh, like talked about this growing up in the South. I see a lot of ignorant racism that doesn't make any sense to me. Even right. as a child, I was like, that, that why would you say something that hateful, and
4: right. then hang
5: out with the people you just said that about? Right. You know what I mean? Like you'll drop you'll drop every racial expletive in the book and be white as hell, talk about how black people shouldn't be on this on this continent, and then you'll get in your lifted Z71, bumping too short. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me You know what I mean? It just doesn't So that, I, I started to question a lot of that stuff That is weird, isn't it? And it's, and it's just that it's, it's Not as l- racist as they think they are Exactly, it's taught it, you, The person right. before right. you saw something in the news That told them that right. every black person's a monster And you need to stay out of their neighborhood Because the cops are always there And the cops have to shoot them Because they act like savages That's what they teach you Yeah. So then you turn around And you just pass that down through the generations And then sooner or later you've got to be like Hold on a second I was playing ball with these guys That look like the guys you're telling me to stay away from cool as shit and didn't treat me any different so where's your argument now right you know and that's when you start to learn that they they pit us against one another because as long yeah. as we're, we're busy looking at one yeah. another do whatever the fuck they want to yeah. man distractions Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, if we got a you know voting. We're doing that in about a week and a half, right? That's coming up really soon. You know, you talk about Is there the, a vote? the division. Yeah, <laughs> Is there a vote? dude, there, I stopped there's, watching there's news eight Payton. years ago. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm watching all these you know these negative ad campaigns. They're t- disgusting. By the way, uh, If you seen the one against Ann Kirkpatrick here in Arizona? It's a crying baby. Oh, I heard but about, she I the about it. She doesn't get her way. She right. she <laughs> when she doesn't get her way, she throws a but, tantrum. But
4: you know, <laughs> and, and then you hear like
1: the baby crying.
7: Right. <laughs> you know, but
4: these it's are meant terrible. to get you inflamed. That's the whole idea, though. It, I'm inflamed is, more
1: against the people who are p- putting that up there. Who are you for? Right, but it doesn't matter. Because
4: they all play for the same team. That's what I know. That's the crazy part. And they're meant part. to put out there, and make people crazy. And right. that's the whole. I- both ways, both sides come out and make the other side crazy. Yeah, and that's that's how they. That
1: the, that, those those commercials driving. We stop
4: reacting (laughs) like that to those commercials. Uh, uh, You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If we just sit there and laugh at them or go "nice try" or whatever, that's what I do. All their power would go away. Of
1: course, no, no, but people
6: get outraged. Like, no, we don't want that person. Don't get outraged. outraged.
1: You know what it reminds me of? It Reminds me of like when you're watching a movie and like in the movie they're on TV showing a commercial or like something. They're making a parody of the the you know the elections and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and you see those commercials. It's what I'm seeing on regular TV. I mean, that's like a parody. Yeah, right. God bless America. What was was the one with Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell? Oh, the candidate. The campaign. That that movie
5: movie explained how American politics work 100%. Yeah, the Koch brothers. People will go... That was the most retarded movie of the no, year. Right. I love the movie. I yeah, thought it was hilarious. Right. To be honest, genius with movie, and it people was dismissed very funny. it because it made them think. It, right. it took them out of their comfort zone. Well, they got zone.
1: scared because is that really? I can't accept that's how it is. And that's another thing with you know with drugs or anything else, anything, any kind of change or progression, people are scared of that. They don't want to know that what they've been thinking has been wrong all this time. Right. That's the problem. So and you can't just go out over to these people with your finger pointing at them, going, "Told you so, told you so." You have to open them. Up a little bit and expose them in a way that they'll, they'll never see it. And they're like, oh wow, I never saw it that way. You know what? Maybe I should take a second look.
5: My, my least favorite thing in dealing with anyone that, that deals with quote unquote conspiracy theories is the phrase wake up. How fucking excited were you to go to school when your parents flicked on the lights or to scream and wake up? You didn't want to learn a goddamn thing because you were just interrupted in the most peaceful time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it is when you scream at people, wake up, stupid shit. Right. How about you just slowly explain it to people and right. it'll, it'll eventually start to make sense to them.
1: So, you know, you think about like in, in, the, in the marijuana culture, if you, if you want to go there real quick, is the cheat and Chong portion. <laughs> you know, sure, and that is the one that obviously gets demonized by a lot of people. Oh, you're just a slacker stone, you don't care. You're just lazy. You don't do sure. anything. So, where is the antithesis of that? Uh, Us, we're doing stuff with our life that's well, off the grid. You the know? respectable, uh, you know, at least well, the ones that people will see in their eyes as doctors, respectable. lawyers, them, right? Yeah. Well, there's there's
4: that whole con- yeah, there's that whole contingent that never gets any coverage. Most doctors don't give a shit if you're smoking it, right? Because they know that that has basically no negative effects on you. You got Doctor Sanjay Gupta on CNN flipping 180, Finally. going out saying, "No, there is all kinds of health benefits to this, and I have to change my tune, and everything I said before was wrong, and all this kind of stuff." So that's where it. Starts, that's exactly where it you starts. You need
1: some of credibility in the, in the, in the, in the big yeah. level.
4: But there are tons of people with credibility, they just right. don't let them out.
1: Well, Kofi yeah. Annan came out and, and, and supported it. everybody that the ex UN leaders all said, yes, we agree. You know, Uruguay is fully legal. I mean, they're, they're manufacturing as a state right now. Right. I mean, I haven't really seen what they've been doing or how, how it's been going so far, but um, I haven't heard any news from that, so I guess that's always good. Colorado's exceeding in their
4: right. you know, income. Absolutely. They're getting tons of money. By the way, are those states still up and running? Did, uh, is everybody dead? Or what happened in Colorado and Washington? Everything, everything stopped. Did nobody stop? Doing the ATMs? Did uh, the Did the lights go off? What happened? Anything crazy? What are you and, talking about? I'm just saying. Oh, no. Because of all, the,
6: all the stoners and that I, don't, I, don't do anything. I, I don't know. Right. What happened? The Crime whole, is down. The whole place I, must have stopped. I
5: just spent three months in Colorado Springs. Uh it's about a forty-five minute wait at any of the dispensaries because the line's so long to get pot. Oh, okay. really? So and uh, and, and the, at the Seven
6: Elevens in front oh of the chips. Was, right, right. But I was,
5: cons- <laughs> I was constantly the youngest person there buying weed. Really? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was old gray hairs and stuff, Great. snowbirds and shit. And well, there's like, another
4: one. There's another thing. If they show that a bunch too, the old, right? That would change. That too, would imagine a line of snowbirds I mean, cause, and cause, getting, you know, getting mean, pot. B- Big pharma would shit its pants though, because they That's make so the much money well, off. it. Of, they don't talk Sun about City. how
6: medicinally it's
1: good. Well, Sun, right. Sun, Sun exactly. City up in Phoenix, up in northeast, Phoenix, northwest Phoenix, Sun City is a, a big, huge retirement village. Uh, they're seeing a lot of medicinal met- marijuana cards being added in that area too. So, yeah, well, I mean, it is. I mean, the word's out. The thing is, people just need to accept. It, well there are so fact. many
4: old people and people in general but especially the senior citizens now who you know for whatever reason some people obviously are getting their coverage but other people aren't because of the way the system's all messed up and they got to do something and they have to they know they have to do something they probably, they're probably doing their own Google research and now they're probably coming to this conclusion that this will probably be better and cheaper than to keep going to the doctor and buying yeah. buy, they're, also, for it,
1: they're so. also having a lot of sex.
4: Um, Well, they they are now. Which is
1: scary right now. A big STD problem in Sun City. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) There really is a big STD problem. Can you imagine that? Imagine a little grandpa with uh, chlamydia back in the
5: forties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still carrying it with them. Do you still carrying. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know how proud I would be to get the clap at eighty-seven years old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's wrong, Bobby? I got the clap from that seventy-three-year-old down the hall. <laughs> that's exactly
1: where
7: I'd be. I'd be proud as <laughs> fuck.
1: They'd yeah. be like, "What do you got? Herpes? All right, that's fine. I'll deal with
5: that." <laughs> yeah. 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 Still fucking. <laughs> yeah. that's that's exactly. That's what I'm that's doing. It. I got herpes that's and a- cancer. Let's see which one goes <laughs> away first.
1: <laughs> I'll see how let do it until my dick falls off <laughs> whichever comes first right uh right on man all right it's uh we got another, like 40 minutes to go we're yeah. hanging out we might get a special guest so that's coming up pretty soon uh we're gonna play uh where, where are we at right now i think i want to wait for for drug code if our special guest shows up i want to save drug code for him so uh, i added some uh, topics to my show today that i want to share with you guys all right you, you okay with that Dab- <laughs> yeah, buddy, Go ahead. <laughs> all right i'm scared um, <laughs> The State Fair. You guys go to the State Fair? No. W-
5: More like State Unfair, i say. Mm. <laughs> all right, next one. <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, I've
7: never been on. to a no, State you, Fair. <laughs> what did you have for us on the State Fair? <laughs> I, I had nothing, man. I, just, I oh, was just right. going. I,
1: I, I've been going to it. I've been going to the oh, you have been Yeah, going. I've been going to the concerts. Yeah, I've been seeing, I uh, saw Sublime with Rome. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, I, got, so I got to see uh, Weezer.
6: Awesome. Did they which play? Which was awesome. Did they play? The new stuff? Well, uh, they, they just did Riot Fest in Chicago, and they played, like, one whole album. The, I forgot which album. I was there for oh, you, the Blue Album. For the, it was the Blue Album, right?
1: No, they played a couple songs off it. State Fair is a little different, I think, because, you know, you get to play most of your hits. And they did. They played a, lot of, uh, a few songs off the new album, which is great. And uh, they're just a lot of fun, man. I really enjoy their, their sound. And then I saw the Bare Naked Ladies. Really? Love and them. And, you know, man, my first time, and I am a fan.
6: They're awesome, man, and I don't know if people realize how brilliant the name of their band is. Because remember when you start out, you're nobody, but on a billboard in front of a bar, beer naked ladies, five dollar cover, you're pouring into that uh, bar, dude.
5: Holy shit! Never oh, thought about that. Yeah, yeah, there was
6: a band. Uh, it was a local band in Chicago called Free Beer. So it was Free Beer, five dollar cover, and I was like, "That's what beer naked ladies did. Same fucking thing. Brilliant.
1: Oh, I did. wow! Mind blown right there. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah, no, see, I didn't <laughs> know much of their of their um, catalog. You know, I They're only knew good, the, I only knew the radio hit. Radio hits, you know. So I was like, "All right, we'll check it out." And I we end up getting um, some review seats, uh, some really nice seats. Nice. And I'm sitting there. We're, my friend was doing this with the photography, so she only got the first three songs. And then she had to get out of the pit, and then she was going to meet me at the seats. And then we we're like, "Oh, this is, we'll just leave." But I'm sitting there and I'm watching them. And I don't know any of their music, but I'm just like enthralled.
6: They're fun. They I'm have engaged.
1: fun. They have fun. Um, you're right, music, musically, they're very talented. Yeah. All of them. They you know mix around a little bit. Um, I mean, they played every song with different instruments. I mean, they kept changing out guitars. One guy had a banjo, a mandolin, there was a stand up bass. I mean, there's I mean, there a bunch of different instruments they were using. A triangle was even used, which it's is awesome, great. Man. But just a lot of fun. And I just thought, wow, you know, if I've been missing out on this, I don't know if I'd see them again if it, I had to pay for it, depending on the circumstances, because I just don't know their music that much. Right. And I think that really adds more to the value if you can sing along to the songs and stuff like that.
6: Unlike so. stand up comedy.
1: Unlike stand up, yeah. So let me ask you guys, as far as concerts go, what was your first concert, Tony?
6: <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Oh, uh,
1: one, w- I want one with the parents and without yeah, the Yeah, it
6: was Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling tour with my mother and my aunt <laughs> when wow. I was 12. Yes. And it was fucking wow. awesome. <laughs> I think I saw that too. That show would be too. pretty cool. It was, was awesome. It? They were dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. You didn't see shit like that at a concert yet. You oh, know, like they were shit. strung upside down yeah. in harnesses. They and really like, were? Yeah, it was oh, pretty okay. cool. That's really but Metallica, I've seen Metallica like 10 times, man.
1: So wait, Lionel Richie was your first one with your parents. What was yeah. your first one without the parents? And how old were you?
6: I think it was Rush when I was 16 at the Rosemont Horizon. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Rush. All right.
1: uh, Nice, man. (laughs) Nice. We just got a special guest popping in. Sweet. Speaking of Rush, aren't you you Canadian? I am Canadian. He is Canadian. See, look at that. That is like total. Hey, Carl, please turn on uh, the other mic. Mic five, I believe it is. Uh, We have uh, from the WWE, (laughs) it's it's Val Venus, the big Val man. What's up, dude? Hello. Yeah, I don't know, dude. You gotta you, switch, switch mics real quick. I'm sorry, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not I don't know. It's not. It's All been right, kind so of messing around. That, yeah, man. let's retake that. What's up, man? Hello, ladies. <laughs> nice, man. Thanks for stopping in, man. I appreciate it.
10: Thanks for having me over, bro. This is kind of nice in here. I'm yeah, I didn't know this existed
1: here. Yeah, yeah. Get close to that, man. Yeah, this is my uh, my Saturday home um, from one to three p.m. This is what I do.
10: Oh, very cool. I'm digging
1: it. Yeah. So let me introduce you to the other guys in the room. Uh, we have. Uh, Bobby Wayne Stouts right there. Bobby. How are you doing? And, Pleasure he's, to meet you. and this is Bob Kubota. Bob What's Kubota. going on? That's Pleasure. Tony Valley. Tony, nice to meet you. And uh, the, these two are on the, on the comedy show tonight oh, very with good. us. And, 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 Have uh,
10: you guys been by the lounge yet? No, sir,
4: not yet. No, not awesome. yet. I'll we'll see it for love. the first time tonight.
10: You guys tonight. are going
1: to love it. Yeah, man. That and awesome. Tony's also a comedian from Chicago. And, uh, Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. This time, it was funny because we were just kind of going into uh, uh, talking about our drug code and talk about uh, drugs. We were just kind of getting in that line of conversation, and I know uh, you are uh, involved in the medical marijuana field here in Arizona, right. and you run the Purple Haze Correct. Smoke Lounge. Yep. And that is in Tempe, Arizona. That's where the comedy show is going on tonight, where we're all going to be, the the 420s. So it's four comedians, 20 minutes each. And I'm excited, man. I was there last night. You got news coverage last night.
10: Yes, we did. Channel 12 came by, did, did a piece on us, and it was, uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. I loved it. It was great.
1: Nice, man. Well, good, congratulations on that.
10: Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those things where, uh, it, let's face it, there's a huge market out there for the for, for the cannabis market there's just a huge market that's never been tapped it's been oppressed that entire market has been oppressed since 1937 and now that that market is no longer being oppressed to the same degree that it has been for decades uh, it, it's affording opportunities for entrepreneurs to step into that industry and make it what it really should have been all along it should be completely normalized i mean we're talking about a plant substance that's never killed anyone in right. the face of God's green earth (laughs) has anyone ever died from too much marijuana. And so it's, it's definitely an industry that I think is going to be beneficial to the economy and beneficial to entrepreneurs that want to build businesses and build something that's going to cater to that market.
1: I, you know, I see a lot of the new technology coming out with, you know, using marijuana, cannabis and, as medicine in different ways. You have your wax, you have your oils, you have your, you know, of course, your flour. Um, there's a lot of different uh, avenues to um, explore that with business-wise. You're talking about that. So what else do you see as far as uh, commodities, as far as what marijuana and cannabis can bring to our community that's been missing that maybe can take away from everything. I mean, I know plastics, we can do that, right? Can we get rid oh, of yeah, plastics? And cause yeah. that's what the whole DuPont was back in the day, wasn't it? Because I think figure out the cannabis, you can make plastic out of, or at least the seeds, I believe, right? I don't what, right? is that yeah. what it was? Out of hemp oil, yes. Out of hemp oils, you it make comes, plastic? Yeah,
10: it comes from pressed hemp seeds. So
1: what bothers me though, is the fact that here's this DuPont company, not realizing that they can make probably more money on the weed because of this, how easy it is to make and, Instead, going to the chemical route, you know.
10: Well, here, here's the problem with it is, cannabis has really been the people's plant since day one, and it's very easy to grow. It's very easy to process. I mean, prior to the 1920s, hemp was processed by hand, uh, pulling the fibers off. You would take the stalk and whack it against a bed of nails, and just keep pulling it until you have very thin fibers that you can use for clothing and rope and whatnot. Uh, so it was very easy for people to work with, which means you had a lot of mom and pop shops dealing with hemp rope, uh, hemp clothing, hemp foods like hemp seed oil uh, for salad dressings. Uh, they'd even eat the leaves, the 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 hemp leaves for for salads. Healthiest food source in the world, uh, and so it was very easy for the average uh, American citizen uh, to to utilize cannabis. Um, what happened was when you had companies like DuPont and big pharmaceutical companies as well creating these synthetic products, well, no one really buys these synthetic products when there's an all-natural version that's cheap, it's in abundance, and it's easy to grow, it's easy to process. So no one was really buying these synthetic products. And so the, the... Big corporations had to get together. I mean, standard oil was a prime example. Most of the uh, early engines were run on alcohol and on, uh, on fuel that was drilled from the ground. Uh, the oil that was drilled from the ground, uh, Coming into the 1920s and 1930s, in between that time period, we saw massive new inventions coming along that made the processing of hemp more industrious. It took it out of the hands of uh, just your average American, which obviously they were still utilizing just processing hemp by, by hand, uh, but there was these companies that were uh, creating these new inventions for processing hemp that would bring it up to the same level as processing cotton, which was a huge industry before those inventions that processed hemp. Uh, so once these inventions came along, we had Standard Oil getting scared, with their monopoly on on fuel for engines. We had cotton industry, the lumber industry, pharmaceutical companies that were starting up and creating these synthetic medicines that no one was buying when 70% of American medications were made from cannabis indica at the time. Mm. So uh, how do you get rid of that competition when you have all these inventions that's going to make it blow up even bigger than your industry, whether you're in the cotton industry, oil, lumber, whatever you, you had a right to fear hemp, Right. but you can't come along and say, we're going to ban cannabis, not back in 1937, because back then prior to 1920s, when those inventions started coming along. It was normal, it was in every household. They grew it next to, next to lettuce and tomatoes and carrots. It's and so what happened was you had to demonize it. You can't say we're gonna, we're gonna make cannabis the most scariest thing in the world, because so, that just wouldn't fly. So you had to label it something that people never heard of before, hence marijuana. And it's this new evil drug, mm. and we're gonna we're gonna put the fear of God into people about this new drug. And then, of course, there was racism involved. You know, they were saying like the Hispanics and the blacks were going crazy on marijuana, and you know, it was taking bigger caliber bullets to put them down. And so this this fear mongering was was pushed into the hearts and minds of American citizens. And of course, the corporations got what they wanted. You can't say you're gonna ban, ban hemp. You can certainly say you're going to ban that deadly, crazy marijuana. Right. And so that that was uh, the, the Corporations weren't concerned about marijuana. They were concerned about competition from hemp. They just used marijuana as an excuse Squash to get it, rid of right. hemp. Right. Exactly. Interesting.
1: You know, what's funny is I see today with uh, – synthetic THC that they're trying to produce in, in the uh, in the labs and everything. Somebody was going to be, I think, commenting on Monday in California, having a big hearing, I'm sure you might be aware of this, about, um, I can't remember her name, but she's all about, she's the XDEA, and she's going to say that marijuana has no medicinal value at all. And of course. It's a big Supreme Court going on. But she's in favor of the the, the lab-tested THC that's synthetically created out of chemicals Mm -hmm. right that blows my mind it's like you are okay with this shit being made in a lab by a, who knows what being put together to make this happen, but you aren't okay from a natural plant that grows from the ground that brings the same exact, if not better, than what you're creating. Well, up that's, that's of, because uh, the people oh, that
5: are yeah, the people that are uh, paid. Yeah, the, exactly, <laughs> Say, dude. The, the, the people that are investing in her are the ones right. making all these. Chem- yeah, Dupont yeah, invest in these big people, pharma. That's know? what
4: they do. But that's what big pharma does. Right. it imitates nature and then gives it to you as your cure. It's opposed to right. so we just going to nature for not just. A more reliable the, the, qu- the medical qualities of hemp, but but every, every supplement known to man, you know, every vit- every nutrient is out there, yeah. you know, n- uh, food wise that we should all be cultivating okay. ourselves. Right,
1: exactly. We should be able to be uh, have our own little farms at home. You know,
4: whatever having to farming. I mean,
1: right.
10: oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and g- Don't get me wrong. I'm not against the big pharmaceutical companies trying to produce these synthetic things. Sure, I'm a libertarian. They have every right to do right. that. What they don't have a right to right. do is to lobby government to force Americans. To only buy their products. Right. Mm -hmm. And when they ban hemp, they essentially force Americans to only buy their products. Yeah,
4: you you shouldn't be forced to do anything. And that's basically, that's libertarianism. You don't force anybody to do anything. That's it. Make your choice. Educate yourself. Make a choice.
10: And let's face it, grown adults can make their own decisions. And if you're not free to make bad decisions, you're not really free.
1: Right. But isn't that what it is, right? You have a, a sector of our population that just... Wants us all to live their way, basically, is what it is. You're not moral like us. You're, you don't have the same standards as us. But yeah, we're the ones that are causing most of the um, the stir to get our way, and the people who want to live peacefully aren't being heard. They're not getting their voice out there. You know, when you watch, I was watching the stupid governors debate about a week ago or two weeks ago, and I, I want to get in there and go like, are these the only two guys running? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like for real. Yes, you're only yeah, giving basically. us these two options. That's it, and they're just force feeding us that. You're being so, forced that but, way too. What I'm hoping and what I'm seeing though is, I think that curtain is becoming. You know, it's be- they're opening up the curtain on this. Right, more people are, are getting keen to what's going mm-hmm. on and being more aware of the sham that it is, mm-hmm. the scam. Also. Because of
4: personalities like you, man, <laughs> <of> these shows <laughs>
1: spreading the, the word, word is man. out. Well, I just think more people are are in tune to what's going on. Yeah. They, I think they're aware that this is all bullshit. And the fact that, you know, what do you do? How do you get out of this if whatever you do doesn't get heard or just gets squashed because that small portion doesn't have the money to feed or to be into that machine that everyone else is in?
10: Oh, absolutely. And it's one of those things where you see see the corporations uh, pretty much wanting the rest of America to be slaves to their products. Uh, and, and the reality is, I mean, we should be teaching kids how to grow cannabis and how to make their own cough syrups like they did back in mm, before 1937. Be uh, how to make their own pain rubs for, for rubbing on, you know, sore joints and, and things of that nature. I mean, this is a non-toxic substance that grows naturally out of the ground. And let's face it, every single living thing on the face of God's green earth has an endocannabinoid system that's pretty much identical straight across the board, including the cannabis plant. And when when you look at why the cannabis plant produces so much cannabinoids including THC it's remarkable it's en- it's enhancing and strengthening its own immune system to keep disease and pests away from the plant itself well we have that exact same endocannabinoid system so when we supplement our endocannabinoid system with uh, with outside cannabinoids with the can- with the cannabis plant we are in fact enhancing our own immune system mm. and we're we're, make- we're strengthening it drastically and when you have such a strong immune system you can fight off diseases viruses i mean they're, they're even talking now about uh, heavy heavy doses of cannabis oil being used to annihilate ebola for example mm-hmm. and it makes total sense when mm-hmm. you actually read what ebola does and then you read how the endocannabinoid system regulates and protects against what ebola does i mean it's fascinating Yeah, that's great uh, uh,
6: yeah really quick just to back that up i had a friend who uh Ten years, he was feeling a little... Oh, wait, I just screwed up that story. He went into the doctor's office. He was feeling symptoms. The doctor told him he had MS for the last ten years, but he didn't notice any of the symptoms because he's an all-day, everyday smoker. And the doctor basically told him, keep smoking, like that's your cure for wow. it. And I had another friend of mine, she was pregnant and bedridden, and she asked the doctor if, if weed would be bad for the baby, and the doctor said, I can't really advise you to smoke it, but there will be no effects with the baby. So she smoked weed while she was pregnant to help with her pain from being bedridden.
1: Is, what, is there any studies on that as far as smoking? I mean, you're not supposed to smoke anything else. I mean,
10: yeah. So, I mean, uh, here's here where we get into the idea of, you got to remember, we're all indoctrinated. Even myself, who's a huge cannabis activist, I still have that little seed of indoctrination in my, in my gut that has been planted there by media and government and educational system that says, you shouldn't be feeding this stuff to babies. But that's all based on feeling and emotion. The fact and the logic of it is this, cannabinoids completely enhance everybody's immune system, doesn't matter how old you are, you could feed the baby as much cannabis as you want to. That baby's still going to wake up in the morning, laughing, crying, doing whatever a baby does normally. I mean, you can't say the same thing. If you go to the drugstore and you buy cough syrup for baby and feed that baby, the whole bottle of cough syrup, that baby's not going to wake up in the morning. And so if we look at a study that was done in Jamaica some years ago, and it was done on pregnant women that were smoking through their entire pregnancy when the study concluded i can't remember the the doctor's name that did the study but what she found was when the children were born they accelerated and adapted to and learned to talk quicker than babies who were born to mothers who never smoked. Really? And so again, when you go back to studying what endocannabinoids do to every single cell in your body, including the brain cells itself, it completely makes sense. But that's all based on fact and logic because feeling an emotion is still there and feeling an emotion still says you shouldn't be feeding yeah, your kids
1: exactly. Up. <laughs> I'm wondering if the baby in the womb is getting all high going, what the hell, where am I at, man? What's going <laughs> well, on, man? Well, here, here's, here, here's something else. And I
10: just found this out about a year ago. Ago, was that uh, when a mother has a baby the first few weeks their breast milk is loaded with colostrum which is something that kick starts their immune system well, it's also loaded with natural cannabinoids, extremely high doses of it. And this is what causes the baby to want to suckle all the time. Right. They want to <laughs> eat. They absolutely. <laughs>
1: among, and among other reasons.
10: And, and so it's, it's, really good to, it's a really good um, subject to study in terms of uh, how cannabinoids affect every cell in the human body. It's right. fascinating. And then once you get more into it, you start to get angry. About yeah, why we're not we're doing this it stuff right more often,
1: isn't yeah. that bizarre? And then you're like, Who's in charge here, man? Who the hell is pulling the strings? And why is it like follow this, the money, you know? brother? Well, it the is, money. Follow, it the is money. follow the money. So, we need to have well, you can't trust our media to follow the money because no, that's where and they up do in the that's the, last thing they follow. <laughs> that's the last thing they follow. Well, no, you
10: can follow the money with the media because the money for them comes from. Huge amounts that they charge these big pharmaceutical drug companies for, for advertising. Right. And if all mm-hmm. of a sudden you put on there, oh, yep. you can make all natural, non-toxic cough mm-hmm. syrup that's just as effective as what's that ingredient cost? D X M, that hallucinogen they put in oh, DTM? there? D T M. No, I think it's DXM. DMC? Oh, D M T. No,
5: yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not cough syrup. I knew kids in high school that would drink like two bottles of Robitussin back to back, and Robo- they're just tripping. yeah, they and, and that's off. and that's
10: what the ingredient. I think it's D X M. Okay. And so. Uh, Well, it's one of those things where if you say that, hey, I want to make this all natural cough syrup and I want to use that because I don't want to use pharmaceutical companies, DXM, all of a sudden you'd be thrown in prison. Sure. You have to buy the corporation's medicine. You have
4: to look at all the look at all the news people that have been just suddenly booted off the air for like boom they're gone. They're just, oh, I'm sorry, I got you know whatever. It's usually because something like that. It's usually they wanted to show a story or they wanted to bring something up and then they tried to and then they got booted. You know, and right. the end of that stuff. You know, yeah, get squashed. is not Yeah, like, no. You yeah. just follow follow news journal. Follow the careers of journalists and you see where where everything going.
10: You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if you're a media company and the drug companies are giving you huge yeah. amounts of dollars in advertising, you're not going to do something that's going to tick them off. You're not going to go on the air and say, hey, I'm going to show you how to make cannabis (laughs) into cough syrup so you don't have to buy DXM. And then you get a drug company saying, hey, I sell DXM (laughs) and I'm giving you money for advertising. What are you doing? (laughs) So, yeah. And
1: then it really comes down to, again, the word uh, I mentioned earlier is the morals of the TV station for not taking that money. And that's never going to happen because when you wad, wad a big, ca- you it's know, the chicken in the egg, cash, the thing right? doesn't exist. If well, the thing it, is, know,
4: look, the machine doesn't exist unless these people behave this way.
1: No, the TV will, exi- will exist. The TV no matter will who exist. who advertises it on it. It's the people who are accepting this type of advertisement are the ones that should be ashamed of themselves. Because of course. if you cut that off, it doesn't mean people aren't going to advertise on your network. I mean, you're just not going to see a big. A, a, a bigger paycheck or you know a, a whatever it is it's easy money though it's easy it's money easy I understand money. because I mean, well the thing is it's funny is I when I watch these commercials on TV you know I'm seeing a lot of Hey, did you take Risperdal? Do you have tits? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what
2: the fuck? Are you kidding me? If
1: you took Risperdal, right. you might have tits. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're a 10-year-old or whatever. And I'm like, all these lawyer commercials for every prescription drug you just saw a commercial for that was all lovey-dovey with the music and everything for uh, suing the company for fucking you up.
6: Yeah, no, <laughs> I absolutely. mean honestly, you you don't want them to get into bed together, but the po- the little people can't afford four million dollars for a Super Bowl ad, and that's no, what the problem not, is. Right. It's how much exactly. money they have? They can unlimited funds. They can buy everything. Well, uh, to anybody, yeah, yeah.
1: Same with music. You got to buy, buy your way
10: onto the for the music scene uh, and, for halftime at the Super Bowl. And here's the sad part: is if cannabis was never demonized and it was never made illegal, the cannabis industry back in 1937 would have become much bigger than Standard Oil, much bigger than Upjohn or Merck, or much bigger than the cotton industry. I mean, it was on the cusp of doing that right before it was banned.
1: And the government would have been in charge of that, wouldn't they have?
10: No, the people would have oh, been in charge of it. Been, Yeah, it would have been in the people's why. hands. W- they, and what, so what, people would have been able to create products and services out of hemp because there's 50,000, some say up to 200,000 products that can be made with hemp. We're not talking cheap quality products here. We're talking high quality, the highest high of quality, high quality products. Got. Hempcrete, for example. Yeah. Homes that are being made out of hempcrete petrify and will last for thousands of years and they breathe. So the humidity inside your home stays the same year round no matter how humid human or dry it is outside. You know, it's, it's phenomenal products it's, that you can make from this plant.
1: So, you know, it just bothers me that that's not more of a standard way of building homes, you know? sure. And yeah, that's, you know... But, I've but been now f- it's
4: all petroleum-based products. It's, Absolutely. That's the replacement. Everything we have around us is petroleum. The waste of oil, oil after they can't use that, that turns into this stu- everything around mm-hmm. us, you know?
5: Nylon,
10: I mean,
4: all that stuff.
5: I mean,
10: Tantylon. Popular Popular Mechanics had a huge article that they were, uh, back, I think this was 1936 or something it might have been 1936, when they came out, hemp is set to become the first billion-dollar crop. And then in that article, you had Henry Ford, who invented a hemp car and actually produced it in 1941 after the ban, and it ran on hemp fuel. The body panels were made out of hemp. It was 10 times stronger than steel, 10 times lighter, and it was run on hemp fuel as well. And he said in that article he envisions American farmers growing American hemp to power American cars and it was the next year it got banned. Mm-hmm. It weren't at one point it wasn't uh, hemp didn't it account for
5: 33% of America's export or something like that or gross national product. Something? Prior
10: prior to the inventions uh, between 1920 and 1930 uh, hemp was like I said it, it was difficult to process because it was all left uh, you know you processed it by hand basically. So it wasn't it w- there was no there was no machinery that was invented at the time to make uh, hemp a huge industry like when cotton had what was the name of that machine they the gin the it's cotton, cotton gin. gin once the cotton gin was invented cotton moved out of the hands of mom and pop farms and moved into big industry because they could process huge amounts of it they couldn't do that with hemp until about 1920 when they invented, I think it's called the Corotator or something like that. And so once they invented that, that's when industry really started getting scared. And that's when they started funding Hollywood's Reefer Madness mm-hmm. and, of course, the yellow journalism mm-hmm. and racism, injecting racism. They did everything they Mar- could. Marijuana. marijuana, Mar- marijuana.
1: Yeah. I just want to say, like, who died and made role. you yeah. boss? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the hell, man? I I just hate people judging. It's, It's really what it comes down to. You know, it's like when you have a medical marijuana card, people want to know what's your problem. You know, what do you why do you have the card? I
6: don't I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that good, good. good answer. Not alone, <laughs> not no, but, you, but away, you know what dude. I'm saying
1: though? It's like that you people want to know, it's like why do you have it? They want to make sure it's sufficient enough for you to be having that card. For you, sure. you know what I mean? Right. Oh, you only have it because you have bad hangnails. Meanwhile, you know, they call it their little
4: their little orange bottle and they're twisting the cap off and you mm-hmm. right, popping pills. I can't, <laughs> believe, you, I can't <laughs> believe you
7: have that card.
6: <laughs> when I was a kid, they didn't have ADD, you were a spaz. And sure. I'll tell you what, when I smoke, it puts me focused. It, it takes away that spaz edginess add whatever the hell you want to call it it really helps me focus and do what i got to do you yeah
1: know? yeah well i, I had a uh, a friend post something on my wall the other day he was wondering because i did a show a couple years ago It was over at um, Long Long's in Tempe, and it was on my radio show. And I had the people – this was right before 203 was being passed. And it was – I had a couple people against it. It was a psychologist from Flagstaff and some lady from here who was really animate against it. And then I had uh, Andrew Myers. I'm sure you might be familiar with his name. From MPP. From MPP, right. He was on the show. So it was a little kind of a debate on the air and everything. And we were talking about the actual what do you need really to – obtain this card? What are the symptoms or what do you need to have to have this? What do you qualify for? And he was posting on my Facebook saying, I'm really confused because Andrew Myers said it was nothing but, you know, serious conditions, you know, the cancer, glaucoma and everything you need. But he was wondering, everybody else has a card and they don't have those things. So he's like, how do you answer that? You know, it sounds like he lied to these people just to, you know what I mean? Just to appease them, I guess you can say. And that's kind of what, and, and I replied this. I, I think some people, you just have to tell them that.
7: Yeah, because
1: Well, the thing, what I mean by this is that it's not just the serious conditions. You were just saying, Tony, when you smoke, it makes you more focused. It, does, it, it keeps you more on top of things. For a lot of people, it does that. For a lot of people, it helps with depression. and It helps with uh, insomnia. It helps with a lot of different things that you can use it for that just aren't listed on the actual qualifications that you need it for. Right. So you might have been smoking 100 years before this and no, not knowing it's been medicinal for you the whole time when actually it has been.
10: Right, right, no, absolutely. It's one of those things where you know Andrew Myers. I don't know him. I've never met him. Um, and he's a nice
1: guy, and, and he knows his stuff. And I don't. I'm not calling him, throwing him on anything. Yeah. But you know.
10: And I understand where he's coming from. Uh, and I've uh, talked with a lot of people that are on the same page as he is. Uh, my, I'm, s- I'm so far beyond that. I'm beyond like uh, even trying to discuss uh, having marijuana only for medical purposes. Marijuana needs to have all regulations, rules and laws against it completely abolished. It, th- this plant needs to be back in the people's hands. Right. It just needs to be free. There's nothing wrong with marijuana. It doesn't matter why you want to use it. If you want to make paints out of it, out of the out of the oils from it. Go ahead and make, grow it and make your own paint for crying out loud. Do you know what I mean? It was harvested by our forefathers. Absolutely. It was, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal plant that has so many uses. And so for somebody to come up and say, well, you shouldn't be allowed to use cannabis unless you have cancer or right. uh, one of the other, you know, right, real like, bad diseases, yeah. is absolutely insane. It's right. ridiculous. What are you going to do? You're going to th- like? okay, I heard Joe Arpaio on the radio not too long ago. And he flat out stated, he goes, yeah, this whole idea of legalizing, marijuana is silly it's like no joe arpaio i'll tell you what's silly is busting down families' doors taking mothers and fathers away from their kids and ripping their families apart and locking people in prison and and, uh, saddling them with oppressive lifelong criminal records that's silly joe arpaio not marijuana you're silly
1: (laughs) amen brother man right on that's uh Val Venis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it
10: just it, it, yeah, you can call me Sean, all you can right, call Shawn. me Val, whichever yeah, one right. you want. Well, it's yeah. not
1: we, you just get you, because we haven't had it, you walked in with us, so I hadn't just introduced you as the, from the WWE. Well, that's so. the way most people know me
10: anyway. Right, like, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: no, it's all good, man. No, I, I thank you for but stopping if, by. If, I, so, if
10: I'm walking through the hall and right. you say, hey, Val, I'm going to turn around just as quick as you, you <laughs> nice, said, hey, man. Sean. <laughs> nice,
4: man. Well, yeah. I was just curious if anybody looked at the retroactively the history of, like, these guys have been smoking pot for, like, 40 years or whatever. I, you know, just under, and then go back and look at their medical history over those 40, I'm just curious to see they actually everybody's uh, running around stronger than ever. I don't know what the results are. They actually are, but.
10: just finished one of the largest and one of the longest studies cool. in history, and it was a 20-year study, and they found absolutely no negatives associated with even consistent daily marijuana use. Uh-huh. They found absolutely nothing wrong with it at all. Okay. Um, as far, you know, you get this—you get some of these people saying, oh, it lowers your IQ. points." Anyway. Right, so that's right. BS. It l- l- lowers
4: your motivation. lowers all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but you I mean, know what,
1: it might. But there's always going to be a sector population that just doesn't want to, they true. just don't give a shit. Yeah. They're just going to give up on life, you know. You right. just have to accept that fact that that's part of our, our percentage that we live, you know. Absolutely. They're just those people. I agree. No, you know, whatever, I agree. you know.
4: I agree. It's like these guys who think they're going to change their personality right. if they stop smoking. I'm going to really clean up and I'm going to yeah. become – Well, the thing – here's the mentality. they're the same asshole they were when they were. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you the, know? the mentality
1: is this, and, and I'm taking this from uh, all of the family, all right? The TV show – because I have antenna TV and it's on, it's on. It's on weeknights. But the song, the title of the song, in the, in the, in the song, the words of everybody pulled their weight. And this is back in the '30s, you know, and stuff like that. And everybody did pull their weight back then. There's no lie about that. That was the great, quote unquote, greatest uh, uh, generation. You know, everyone did their part. Do you see that nowadays? Do you see that it's everybody? (laughs) Nobody's doing their part nowadays, are they? Only to be angry. Everybody's doing their part to be angry. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I just wanted to make point of that. We have like six minutes left before we get out of here. So wow, that uh, went fast. I know. It was yeah. really crazy, man. So, Sean, I don't know, uh, real quickly, uh, if you can, uh, how, when did you start getting really motivated motivated um, into the
10: medical marijuana scene. What what
1: was it for you that changed your... uh, You know,
10: I I used to be anti-marijuana through and through. I mean, right up until I was 28 years old when I tried it for the first time. And when I tried it for the first time, I was like, that's it? That's really what the big (laughs) deal is? And I really, I didn't really care for it. I didn't know much about it. I just, you know, I just kind of, started thinking to myself when I got high and I just started thinking about all these little things and getting really analytical about different issues and things and I was it was like it's no big deal so when I was 28 I started using it once in a blue moon up until I was about 36 uh, you know I saw a lot of my friends dying from prescription pill abuse uh, including one of my best friends who was Andrew Tess Martin in WWE And so it was at that point when I had shoulder surgery and I got six pins drilled into my shoulder, I was on pain pills for three months straight daily. And I remember waking up at the end of that three months in the recliner because I couldn't sleep in the bed. I was locked in a brace. And so I had to sleep in that recliner. I remember waking up one morning and the throbbing was no longer there. And so... Okay, I slept all night. Finally, for the first time in three months, there's no more throbbing. I don't need to take the pills anymore. And the only reason I took them is because that's what the doctors give you. And you think the doctor gives it to you. It's got to be right. And so uh, a day and a half after I stopped the pills, I was on the floor in the fetal position, covered in sweat, ice cold, vomiting. And it, it just began two weeks of horrendous withdrawals. And it got to the point, getting into that first week, it just seems like those withdrawals become more and more intense. And it got to the point at the end of that first week that uh, I started thinking, I have a huge craving just to go and take one pill so I'm not going to feel sick anymore. And it was one of my friends that said, you know what, smoke this. And before that, I was using it once in a while recreationally. And I remember I smoked it and I still felt the withdrawals but do you remember when Cat Williams said that there's an ingredient in marijuana called fuck it? (laughs) (laughs) That's what helped me get through that second week of withdrawals. It was like, I was still withdrawing but I really didn't care that I was withdrawing Interesting. and that's it so made, it helped me power my way through that horrendous withdrawals with massive cravings. And it got rid of those cravings mm. and allowed me to come off those deadly pills. And it just so happened that just prior to that is when tests uh, passed away. And that's when I started looking at marijuana in a different light, like, holy shit, that just got me off of pills. My foot's out of the grave what the hell is this all about? And I started researching it. And then that's what really started getting my eyes open was just the things I was learning about it, started talking to people, interviewing people. And just once you learn what cannabis can do, it's hard not to become passionate about it.
1: You think, right? Yeah, Yeah, You would think that would open people's minds up. Um, Wow, man, that's pretty much it. We're pretty much out of here. We didn't nice. even get to play Drug Code. We didn't. No, play. I know
4: the the porn. We, porn like the the porn m- music. Porn or music
1: or not, or, or anything or like or that. Uh, I love this you talk. You porn man. music. I, yeah, I do. We'll it's play this real quick. Yeah, no. it's a game. This is music from a uh, porno or something else from TV. All right, but you got to put headsets on though. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me play yeah, so yeah, I don't know if that's gonna work. Cause I was really worried it. you were gonna make one Here. of us lay face down and then I play know, the porno so music. I to that. All right. And uh, this is music from a porno or from something else from TV. That I like commercial music or TV show commercials. It's a fifty-fifty chance. Like that. Exactly, <laughs> it's a fifty-fifty chance. Is this from a porn, or is it not? Oh, you can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. porn. I have my I have yeah. my computer. My porn. On, I have my computer yeah. on mute. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> is this porn or is it not? Not. Yeah,
10: not
6: porn.
5: Not porn. Probably like a hotel rental site. A <laughs> hotel rental site. Sean, what about you?
10: Um I'm gonna say not porn.
1: Not porn, everyone's going not porn. Carl, I can't hear you, but I what go, do you I say? Not porn. Like not porn. Not porn. porn? Alright, that's just a tester. That is not porn. You're alright. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a te- that was a teaser, just let you guys get a feel for what it is. Alright, is this porn or is it not?
5: Oh yeah.
7: That's
5: for sure Oh yeah. Is oh, an, wait a
7: second. This I is an Acura commercial. This might be a sandals commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh no, that's porn.
6: Well,
1: that's what ones. I said. Yes, so okay, that was, so right was right on the line, crazy. but yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. say, I'll say yes. All right, so uh, I got yeses around the board. Yeah. So far? Yeah. So, uh, I still say commercial. You're still saying commercial. Yeah, it's porno, buddy. Carl, what do you think?
4: It's not right on the line, man. It's
1: going not porno. Not porno? It
5: is porno. all right. Yeah, all right, we'll do another way.
4: Well, there, there's not there's not, not
5: much there's not many soundtracks in snuff films, so I'm not going to know most of the porn
4: <laughs> <snuff> <laughs> stuff snuff uh, film or not, <laughs> snuff Here's <laughs>
5: You're sure of sure porn or is it not? Is it porn or is it not? I'm going porn. Yes.
10: guess porn calls us porn. That's uh, that that could be great. Venus entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll say I'll say no just to be the other guy. Just
1: to be the other guy. Yeah, okay. Everybody's going yes. I'm, I'm going, going yes. Uh, everyone, I'm right. uh, Is it porn? Is, yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Music. All right. It's not Good one choice. I would
4: watch then. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you watch some vanilla porn, man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you
7: watch, man? <laughs>
5: that's
1: well, that's I'm
7: it, just man. <laughs> more extreme than that. <laughs> I know.
1: So we're going to end. I can't mild. hear anything at this point. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for coming in. All right. Well, thank thanks you. for having me, thanks, bro. thanks, Kevin. Yeah, you're more, more than welcome. Uh, definitely come back in, and we'll talk more deeply about uh, the marijuana cause because that's what I like to do here on the program anyway is uh, – Get the knowledge out there, you know, yeah, in, a, in a way that you can that people will relate and not be offended by it. It's all about that's
4: the information. Man. Right, exactly. And that's how we all learn. Once yep. we get information, then we get more into it. You know? Yeah, no, right, exactly. Know. We need more people, yeah. people
10: to like do their own research. So. We were all indoctrinated that's in the same way. Like that's key. Yeah, we were all indoctrinated in the same way. You're right. Yeah, anti-anti, through and through. Okay. Yes, that's 29. Well, right on.
5: All right, Bobby, oh, yeah. Wayne, Stouts, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate you. Bob Kubota. Thanks for having me,
1: man. Tony Valley.
6: Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you,
1: man. And the big Val Boski. Thanks for having me in, bro. It's also great to have you in here as well. My name's Kevin Gaspin. You're going global with Man every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and look us up for some past shows. And this one will be posted up as well. Replay is later tonight and on Sunday as well. So you guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next week after Halloween. Have a good one, everyone.